Hey guys, here we are back at it for another episode of the Brew Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Tanner, as usual, back in the studio and uh, excited to be here. We've got a very good episode for this episode, but we've got to come clean before we get into it here because, you know, I'm, I'm but one man, just one man here. I run this show, I edit the show, I record the show. And uh, yeah, I'm one man. I'm a one man show here. You know, Jared helps out. He comes by and co-hosts, brings some beers by. But other than that, I'm, I'm kind of a one man show. And as such, occasionally I fuck up. And uh, this, this is one of those instances, especially because we just got back in studio. So uh, I'm not quite back in the swing of things. And uh, you think I would be. We've been back in the studio, you know, for a little bit here. But we've been in and out of the studio and then getting out of the swing of things, doing the, the remotes, remote ends. It, you know, wasn't my favorite. But we're back in studio. Needless to say, I'm not back in the swing of it yet. And as such, I fucked up. I fucked up, guys. We had a great show last week. And, uh, or for this episode, we recorded it last week. You know, the shows are typically on like a, about a week delay. And yeah, we had two great comics that are down here from New York. Jeff Greenspan, Steve Malloy, and uh, made a mistake, guys. You want to know what that mistake is? That mistake was that old Tanner here didn't hit the record button until about 13 minutes after we started, quote unquote, recording. So, you know, didn't miss a whole lot. We've got the episode here. We, we even ran a little long because we were having such a good time, but we missed about 13 minutes of content at the beginning, which I feel was some primo content. We had Jeff who was just amazed at the fact that I roll my towels. So if you hear some callbacks throughout the episode about how Tanner rolls his towels, that's what it's about. Yeah, evidently he couldn't believe that uh, I'm a straight man that rolls my hand towels. He couldn't believe that I have hand towels because evidently that's a rare thing, but I'm, I'm a clean individual. I like things nice. I like things tidy. I like things neat and I roll my hand towels. You know, I don't fold them because it's more work. I can roll them up like a little doobie, shove them in this little cranny in my bathroom, and uh, yeah, it's just real handy. So uh, yeah, he couldn't believe that. We talked about that. I, I can't remember what else we got into in that that meek 30 minutes, or 13 minutes, not 30 minutes. But uh, yeah, it wasn't too bad. We got the bulk of the episode. I got the bulk of the episode in, and uh, it's not terrible. I, we only missed about 13 minutes. I looked over and very slyly hit the record button after those 13 minutes, feeling a little embarrassed to be honest, That's, I didn't bring it up in the podcast because, you know, I just didn't. I try to be a consummate professional. And this was not one of those instances because I fucked up. I forgot to hit the record button. But we got it. We got it. We got a good episode here. It was a really fun episode. These guys were great. I really enjoyed having them. They are uh, two comics down from New York. Um, they are down here. Uh, I guess I don't know what you want to call it. A tenure, a uh, residency, I guess would be the word. But yeah, they're down here working for Humanod, a local ad agency, media agency here in town. Great company, by the way. They do some really neat stuff. And uh, so yeah, they're down here, two comics. They're punching up some content they've got, some advertising, doing some stuff like that. And uh, on top of that, just eager to get into the comedy scene. But unfortunately, as we discovered through this, now is more of an apt time than any to say the phrase of like, I hate that you guys are here right now because the city's not what it usually is. And uh, as such, where they're from, New York is definitely not what it is. So we talk about that a little bit, how, how coronavirus has affected New York. They were there essentially on the front lines, you know, not literally, you know, mad respect to the health workers that have been truly working on the front lines, but they were able to experience and give us a little insight on what that was actually like. Uh, Jeff talked a little bit about how, 
I can't remember the exact number, but he just cooped up in his little New York apartment for like a month or whatever, didn't see anybody. But yeah, they give us some really good insight on that. We talk about, um, we also get into this new announcement of Aliens. They announced Aliens. Well, I don't, I don't know. That's what we kind of get into though. Does it mean Aliens? So the Pentagon really, you know, well, let's scoot back a little bit. So back in February, March, right around the start of all this uh, Ronanus, right around the start of the quarantine, the Pentagon started and the Navy and different government officials started releasing footage of UFOs. Real footage. They deemed it real. It was verified. Footage of UFOs. And so here we are six months after the fact, and they have now concluded and released that these UFO footage and any material they have from crash crafts are from crafts that are not made on this world. They have confirmed that. I read that as fucking aliens, and I think that's pretty pretty goddamn neat, if I do say so myself. So, yeah, we talk about that a little bit. We talk about the comedy scene in Chattanooga versus New York. Kind of talk a little bit about the comedy scene in Chattanooga, like where we would like to see it go. Uh, me personally, where I would like to see it go. And uh, where it might go after all this uh, corona nonsense. So talk about that. Talk about this crazy year. You know, you got the African dust cloud, tornadoes. The year started off with tornadoes, then coronavirus, UFOs, aliens. Bill Gates is all of a sudden a villain. Like DC level, Lex Luthor level villain, evidently. We got the African dust clouds, murder hornets, free government money. We got a good civil rights thing going, or hopefully it will be a good civil rights thing going, a second civil rights movement. And uh, it's just been a hell of a year. So we talk about all that kind of in a nutshell a little bit. Talk about some beers. We've got some really, really tasty beers. I know Jeff, he said uh, he didn't drink a whole lot. But uh, yeah, we got him to drink a little bit on the show. We had some really tasty stuff here. It was a great episode. And uh, I had a lot of fun with it. That's why we ran a little long. And uh, yeah, had a great time. But um, yeah, outside of that, not much is going on. You know, found out Blackwater was the troops up in... uh, up in Portland, you know, up there in the Northwest, Blackwater, fucking mercenaries. Those are the people throwing people into vans that I was talking about last week. Fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. You know, that's all I have to say on that. I'm not even going to get into that because fuck that shit. I think we can all agree on that. You know, you're going you're gonna to prance around in your truck and say, don't tread on me. This is what that is fucking for. Don't tread on me. You know, and I'm not even one of the people that would have that on my truck. But if you're if you're gonna put that on your truck, at least know what it fucking means, people. I went go back a couple episodes if you want to know what that fucking means. I get into it. But uh, yeah, what that means is states shouldn't have federal troops coming into their cities unwarranted when they didn't want them, especially troops that are paid mercenaries. Blackwater sucks anyway. You know, isn't that how the Roman, you know, the Roman uh, Empire collapsed? They spread themselves a little too thin, started hiring out mercenaries, and when they couldn't pay those mercenaries anymore, it all went to shit. You know, I'm not super well-versed on that history, but I think in a nutshell, that's kind of how it went. If not, shoot me a message. I'll correct on the next episode. But uh, anyway, yeah, this is a fantastic episode. I want to get into it here, though. So uh, before we get on down to that, get on down to Riverside Wine and Spirits right there on Manufacturers Road. It is your one-stop shop for everything you might need for a party, get-together, which shouldn't be doing that right now, at least not more than, like, six to eight people, I don't think. I, th- I think up to eight. I think the legally mandated amount is 10, but I would say eight. Um, but yeah, be safe. Get on down to Riverside Wine Spirits. They've got hand sanitizer. They've got Everclear. They've got everything you need to satisfy your booze-filled whims. 
including beer. They've got a great, fantastic beer section. They've got a great, fantastic wine section and an even greater and more fantastic booze section. Plus, I noticed the other day I bought this fig spread down there. Been putting that shit on, a, on some nice little water crackers with some prosciutto. Or prosciutto, however the fuck you say that word. Um, I don't care how you say it because I'm too busy eating it. But it was delicious. Delicious. You know, you get some fig spread down at uh, down at Heaven and Ale. They give you a little spoon, a little dollop of it. I'll call it a dollop, not a spoonful. It's a little more than a spoonful. They give you a little dollop of it down there. You put it with your cheese, whatever you want to do. It's delicious. I love it. And uh, yeah, get on down there. Riverside Wine Spirits. Speak to my boy Tommy in the beer section. He'll set you up with a brew chat six pack. Send you out the door. You can drink along with the show. And again, that's Riverside Wine and Spirits located on Manufacturers Road. And then also, go check out Merchants on Main. I've got some new prints down there and uh, some great prints. I've actually got some exclusive prints down there that I'm not selling anywhere else in town. So uh, get on down there, check that out. They've got a ton of great gift ideas. They've got some neat soaps down there. They had a soap that was like a, it was called, I don't remember what it was called, but it reminded me, it was like a fireside chat. Give me some whiskey, give me a cigar. Let me sit by a fire and tell you about my whimsies. That's what this soap reminded me of. It's great stuff. They got all kinds of neat Chattanooga gifts. The uh, owners are great. Staff's great. It's a great little shop if you're looking for gifts for really anybody. They've got all sorts of uh, fun stuff in there. And I almost don't even want to talk about this from a selfish point of view, but I'm a consummate professional. So down there, they've got a uh, two great vinyl areas. And I swear, the vinyl down there is curated for me personally. That's how I feel. I feel like it is curated for me personally. And uh, every time I go in there, I walk out with two or three records. They're all in great shape too. I got a, uh, see some uh, double LP album from Paul Revere and the Raiders. You know, if you hadn't heard of them yet, you probably heard about them in uh, the latest Quentin Tarantino movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So yeah, go check that out. It's right there on Main Street. We're almost right across from uh, Pax Brew Room. So go in, get you a beer at Pax Brew Room. Hop across the street to uh, Merchants on Main. Go in there, ask where Tanner's prints are, and then look around at the other stuff. Don't just go down there for me, even though I appreciate it. They got some good stuff. And then last but not least, go find us on the Hopped Up Network at thehoppedupnetwork.com. You can find us along with lots of other great beer podcasts. And then uh, you can also find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, wherever your podcasts are sold, wherever you download your podcast, you can find us there. Just search BrewChat. That's two words, two Ts. And then you can also find us at BrewChat.com and also uh, on YouTube, BrewChat uh, and Instagram. So go check us out. Like us, follow us, do all that good stuff. And we're going to get in the episode here. And uh, yeah, enjoy, guys. But that's the thing that's hard about leaving your hometown. Is yeah, because like, you try and Chicago. talk about stuff, but it's it's, you know, gone. it's way over there. I got I like lost my whole <laughs> memory. Of, oh, no. I mean, I remember a lot of stuff, but it's just I don't know. It's weird. I've been very this is the longest because of COVID that I've gone without going to Chicago. Yeah. Um, 
our whole living situation is pretty crazy. We're, we're, this human out place put us in this big condo, I guess. Where, we're where is it? Like a yeah, yeah, what apartment. building are you in? The Bode. On the Bode. It's like a hotel. And 8th Street. So it's Just across the street oh, from like that right social club. You know where City Cafe is on Chestnut? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. Where, yeah. If you went like. The, the Gentleman's block. Club down there? Oh. Uh, there's a Gentleman's Club? Uh, it's not. Excuse me, no, guys. It, I have to it's, leave. It's not. I mean, it is a Gentleman's Club. That explains club. the pole in the living room. It's. Wait, uh, yeah. is, it's no, an it's actual like, gentleman. Like, yeah, it's not like a strip <laughs> club. It's uh, like oh, the elite white folk. The elite white dudes of Chattanooga go there and smoke cigars. That's what it is. Is that like. Like, what is the elite? Consist of probably like mainly like lawyers and like some Coca Cola executives. Lawyers like, are in the elite. No, around here, yeah. yeah. Like what the, about the what about the, the, who's the elite like, artists here? Uh, I don't know if any it of those are in the club. It's all it's all old it's artists all old money don't fuckers. Get to join the club. Yeah, the artists don't even get to go there. Plus, I don't think Rick they would Davis. want to. It's very sexist and kind of racist down there. Oh yeah, it seems. Yeah. like there's a there's a vibe. Like yeah. I was out smoking a cigarette. Jeff Sessions would like it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He would like a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, I don't know <laughs> so we're means. we're you know. What were we talking about the living thing? We were talking about... Oh, yeah, you're great. living down it's there. It's yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. We've been, a ping yeah, pong table. Ping pong table. I've been learning to play mm. ping pong. It's been schooling me. I live oh. with four men in Brooklyn. <laughs> so now it's just like one half man <laughs> down the hall. Wait, am I uh, a half man because of my height or because of my gayness? It, quarter one, one quarter for, No, one quarter for gay, one so quarter for I lose height. a quarter for each yeah, thing. Yeah, so now you're a half man. That makes sense. All right. After you. Yeah. Uh, but Steve's Sorry. twice the man that I'll ever be. <laughs> but Steve's like two boys. Like yeah, exactly. A no, on top exactly. Of no, I, yeah. I, that's true. I am a, I'm three boys in a trench coat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's my personality. That's actually, I don't know you that well, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. I, I can get that. So we've been doing this thing, and um, there was a point to all this. Yeah, we've been doing this thing, just been chilling, getting drunk <laughs> on podcasts, you know, getting fucked up all over town. Welcome uh, to the club, man. <laughs> yeah, this is a great place. There's no rules right now. Do you true. think it's a good place to live? Chattanooga? Yeah. Yeah, I lived, uh, I grew up here, moved to Nashville, Murfreesboro area for six, seven years while I was in college, and then just a couple years after college, moved back here in 2012, and been here ever since. And uh, yeah, I, I definitely took it for granted when I was a kid, and as I've gotten older, <laughs> I've like really garnered an appreciation for outdoors <laughs> and all that, cool. so... Bought a kayak recently. Is that you down the... Yeah, with the uh, truck you? on the end I of the building. I told him, yeah. didn't I say? You did, I was you like, did. Well, yeah. you know, I, um, we talked about before we uh, were on the air. Mm-hmm. We talked about how we both know Bridget Martin. Yeah, yeah. She's been introducing us to a bunch of comics here in Chattanooga. Shout out Bridget we, Martin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bridget's yeah. awesome. Yeah. She's awesome. Everybody she, go to www.bridgetmartin.gov. And uh, <laughs> that's a that's a porn site, Steve. Oh, yeah. Is it a porn it's site? A, and it's yeah. got I the best it goddamn porn. Either out. way, I uploaded porn of me. How did you get a dot gov? Uh, uh, I got some connections. I used to work at Facebook. Dude. You can do true. anything I want. Yo, Jeff met Zark Fuckerberg. Uh, no, it's nothing. So, yeah, nobody Not, has Bridget. Well, Mark. I haven't gov. parked. So <laughs> Not even the gov. Not even <laughs> the gov. Uh, but yeah, I um. I'm, you know, when I speak to some locals here, they, they don't say comedy is one of like the things that they go out and do to go watch here. So is it just not promoted properly down here? Um, I think, in my opinion, and this, I feel like I'm talking a little bit out of school here because I'm not a comedian, but as somebody that I shoot video, been doing it 15 years, I know how to put some shit together and organize and produce some shit. Um, I feel like it needs somebody to like just champion it and run with it. Donnie Marsh, have you met him? No. 
Donnie Marsh has uh, done a little bit of that. Bridget's doing a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. But it really needs somebody to just take hold and fucking just run. Yeah. Well, it's a hard... I mean, it's obviously we're being exposed to Chattanooga yeah. and the Chattanooga comedy scene in an unusual time. So we've mm. been getting up at the comedy couch for Bridget's open mics, and she's yeah. been really wonderful to us. She gives us mm. really nice uh, amount of time on stage and we've been traveling with her driving to different shows with her we're doing uh, Atlanta and Nashville and mm-hmm. Huntsville um, but it's you know she's always she always keeps apologizing for Chattanooga she's like it's not like it's not normally like this we're like we know that's why we're here we wouldn't be here <laughs> I mean no offense to Chattanooga we were like trudging along in New York thinking you know that was life and you know so it's interesting to come down here and be able to go out in the woods and yeah take mushrooms and yeah and that's always yeah. fun I like that um Especially like, there's like a lot of waterfalls around here. Yeah, I haven't seen yeah. any yet though. Yeah, but I know that they're out they're there. They're a little bit of a trek. There's this ruby place, but it's supposed to be a little cheesy. Yeah, fuck that. Place. That's ruby right falls. here. Fuck that. Fuck place. them. What's it? It's not even a real water. A, I mean, it's, it's not a. Like, by the way, I've never seen anyone look more angry than you just did at a waterfall. <laughs> like, I don't think that's even possible to have that kind of an emotional response. It's just ruby falls. Yeah, is, it's ruby not falls. Just, right. It's not just like an out in the woods waterfall like place you hike to or anything like that. It's like you a, pay twenty dollars to see a waterfall that trickles. No, no, wait, no, that's unnatural. Ridiculous. Waterfalls are free. Come and on. Uh, yeah, and you go and you you go down this. The coolest thing there is the cave and the elevator shaft down into the mountain. That's oh. really what they should be selling tickets for because to me that is the cool. It's hard to sell a shaft to the family. The. Uh, <laughs> The waterfall itself is like normally a trickle. Well, they've added a pump over the years, so it's like not even a real waterfall. Yes, it's yeah. like technically it's a real waterfall, but it's not a real waterfall. That's not right. Yeah, you can go up on any of the mountains. Like, there's plenty of real, actual waterfalls. You can swim at the bottom, drown if you it's want. Right. People to. talk about the privatization of water, but they don't talk about the privatization of waterfalls. Yeah, it's true. It's mm-hmm. happening. Yeah, it is mm-hmm. happening. It's happening there, in this one specific location. <laughs> yeah. There's a, a place America. about 40 minutes from here called Jasper Highlands, <laughs> which is just where some developer went in and developed this whole top of this mountain, it was a good hiking spot. And there was a waterfall. Waterfall. And now he's privatized it. Let me ask you a question. Someone moves here. I went to go look at some apartments today. I'm not going to say where. You went to go look? Steve and I both went to look at apartments that I might live in. And people thought he was my son. And we explained that (laughs) he's my dad. He's actually three children in a trench coat. And and then they were like, that's even stranger. Um, But I got chastised because it was these, uh, they were, you know, I'm about 20%, 30% douche. Bad, I, I, right? I shamed him for gentrifying Chattanooga. Yeah, he's like, don't come to a place that has that has put in a pool and a gym and all that stuff. And he had a, no, he had a really good meeting last night uh, that was like, okay, I think I could live here in Chattanooga and afford it while keeping his apartment in New York City. Uh, and then immediately after, is like, I'm going to look at this place. And it's just... It's douchebag central. Like it's just wherever. <laughs> that's the actual name of it, which I think is <laughs> causing it some. I think I know problems. where that's at. Actually, yeah. Yeah. don't say yeah. the place. It's right off Main. <laughs> don't, Steve. It's called like Blue. Steve. Look, the fucking anyone who listens to this podcast and is like, "Huh, you're right." Would probably fucking hate it if they're like these guys. But now, what if I do? Cho- what if this? I do choose to live there? Well, no, what if I then choose mind. to live there now after would, all this? That would be delusional on your part. It, this now, after like, what you just said, it's just like it's American Psycho esque. Yeah. I mean, it's very miniature American site where they're just like very wealthy, but they don't they don't really understand what to do with money. 
So they yeah. want to abide by this. Like, and no, like you could read that from that place. Like, this is not a good It's year. just easy. Six yeah. to just move into no, a place. No, it's not that. easy because it's a six to 12 year lease that you have to sign. It's what? Like, what? No, it's just, no. What? Months, months, months. Oh, I've never oh. even heard of leases <laughs> like that. I was like, that's a prison. <laughs> okay, like, okay, what right. are you deciding Sorry. for your life right Sorry. now? I think that yeah. that's what threw me off about the place more than anything. <laughs> what the six fuck? To 12 okay. Years. Jesus. Jesus. Oh my God, that makes so much more sense. Okay. Wow, should we go back now with a different filter? It's, it was kind of a. <laughs> yeah, no, it was now, a bit of a. Now that I hear no. that, I actually really love the place. It wasn't. No, it's good. just funny. But but, you know? but I would listen. Where, 16, where, 12, I'm where, where this podcast is being recorded from? I don't want to give out the secret location, but it's beautiful. Well, it's thank like, you. Yeah, it's a really nice uh, area. I mean, it needs like windows need some work and. You know, it's, oh, I, I made it's a, I made a list of things that need to be fixed here. But it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it, it needs some work. <laughs> Your towel display, the towel display, the towel display, the towel display does not need hey, work. That towel display is holding this whole place together. <laughs> <laughs> That's structural at this point, I think. Uh, yeah. So, uh, and Steve was like, "You should live in a place that uh, has some real Chattanooga flavor." That's not what I said. I would said. recommend. You said something like, like you said flavor. That term you, said Chattanooga, you said <laughs> real Chattanooga flavor. There is no uh, I will say there is a... Uh, <laughs> I said that sounds very term. ad-like. There is information on my door when you go down for I saw. this place. Oh, what if we become a uh, community? Uh, uh, well, apparently I've been members. shitting where I eat all over the place. It's what? okay. Yeah. What do you mean? I, I've, I'm a big fan of like shitting good neighbors keep eat. high fences. But here recently, I've just through quarantine, I've been like all my neighbors. It's like, oh, who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Becoming friends with all of them. They're all stuck here together. You're becoming, yeah. a, you're becoming a, uh, 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 what do you call it? So the fence has kind of like shifted where Oh, the fence at. is gone. Yeah. The well, fence is gone. It's right over there. Now the fence is The fence is isn't the even the on the property anymore. Oh, wow. Yeah. This you is moved the property fence. Line. And uh, yeah, I've never really befriended, because I had a bad experience at the place I lived before this, where I got a little, well, some neighbors got a little too familiar. Ah. Uh. And it, you're having sex with your neighbors? Here, no, not at all. You had a Kramer situation. And uh, it was yeah. actually quite the opposite of just like once they realized like who I was, they started. It was a guy. He had some brain damage or something. He started trying to cause fights and he came out in like a high noon showdown style. It was like, you're not allowed to park here. I was like, we don't have a signed parking, dude. I'm sorry. Well, you need to move it. I was like, dude, I gladly would. But. It was during the 2014 World Cup, and I was shit-faced at, like, 2 p.m. <laughs> and uh, just taking my trash out during the, you know, halftime mark. And, yeah, he started this shit. It was just like, I don't know. I was like, okay, I'm just going to be this mystery man neighbor that's not going to befriend anybody. Right. Good neighbors keep high fences. That's and right. I don't know, through this quarantine, they've all torn down. I've become friends with everybody <laughs> here. Anthony Michael yeah. Hall was my neighbor in L.A. And right after I moved out, he went nuts and started trying to... Um, he had a sword, and he started terrorizing the neighbors Whoa. in the housing complex I lived in. Wow. He was trying to challenge them to, to duels or something. He never did that with you? No, I felt uh, left out. Dude, I would. That would. He's been buff. Such too. a great. I saw him in the though. sauna. Together. We were in the sauna together. Would you have sword fought him if you asked? Those with the, in the sauna, I would have. Okay. Yeah, yeah, sword fight, <laughs> but not, not a real sword. Okay. So, okay. I just got to backtrack for a second. Yeah. <laughs> you were yes. in the sauna with Anthony, Anthony Michael, Michael Hall. Hall. Yeah. And this was at your old apartment in L.A.? In L.A., yeah. This is the same apartment that Jeff was convincing me to get this place in Chattanooga we were just making fun of. It was, uh, no, you, no, 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 you, what, no. You, no, you were saying I, okay. that the I apartment in L.A. Had a pool. 
And Anthony and Michael Jacuzzi. Hall. Yeah. Like, well, that this, wasn't this the selling point. When they that. showed me the apartment, they were like, and Anthony Michael Hall lives next door. Yeah, I know. And sometimes he's on Crystal, but, and it'll come out on the sword. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it was Crystal. But, I don't want to. I don't know what drug it was. When you're in LA, just practicing. a place like that in LA, mm-hmm. Anthony Michael Hall fucking lives there. I wouldn't be shocked if Anthony Michael Hall had a place. You this. think he comes standard in every apartment? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he signed a deal back in '09. <laughs> a six to eighteen year lease. Yeah. <laughs> he's almost out. I think I might know the place you guys are talking about. Is it like Please super don't. nice, super oh. nice lobby, and then like it's got a lobby, like kind of up the. It's yeah. not, dude. It's like it's it, a, it's a scam. It's a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it was there's very a, Fight Clubby. There's a pool in the middle, and it's just like okay, we've got a okay. pool. What do you it's got against not, pools, dude? No, it's well, not the place it's just like I don't trust my landlord to take care of a pool. I think they have a pool guy. <laughs> <laughs> what guy? Shame on them. What you, you can tip the pool guy at Christmas. You can tip the pool Pool guy at Christmas. Christmas. Something we've been working on. Yeah. 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 What is this new beer that's coming out here? (laughs) When did we work on that? This morning. Uh, These are like little small chalices. Yeah, we have to have tiny cups. Otherwise, we would get fucking trashed. Yeah. All right. Like the the drugs aren't (laughs) moving that along. Jeez, this so is this Lazy like Susan shit. always here, or is this because of COVID? No, uh, someone sent this to us because oh. we talked about wanting one for so long. It's and a then huge Lazy Susan. One showed up at my door one day. And this was, might be uh, the largest Lazy Susan I've ever seen in my the life. The laziest. I used yeah. to have a it's bit very of, lazy. It's very handy. I used to have a bit about the Lazy Susan, uh, where it was like the inventor of the Lazy Susan just mm-hmm. had a wife named Susan who would never <laughs> pass things at the dinner table. And so then they're at like a convention... And the guy who invented the Lazy Susan is just like, and now, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce my next invention. And he pulls off the curtain. It's just like, the Lazy Susan! And, like, <laughs> stares at his wife. <laughs> and then just like, you can pass anything easily. So if you're a Lazy Susan like my wife. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I you never know. heard you do that. Before. Oh, it was a classic. It's funny. It would be weird if his wife's name was Brenda. It was like a Lazy Brenda. That yeah. would work, too. A Lazy Karen? Well, that's no, got some new connotations. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> Hmm. Lazy. So right. yeah, it'd be uh, weird to be that Susan of Lazy Susan fame. Yeah. So back back to Chattanooga Susan, for a second. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say, if you're looking, I would try to find someplace like this. Don't try not to move into one of the corporate owned. Yeah, that's apartment what it was, complexes. Yeah, you order. You can order the apartment online. Yeah, try to try to get you a word of mouth sort of place. Mm-hmm. Search online. Like, well, can we use this Facebook show as Craigslist? word of mouth? Yeah. It, All right. So yeah. if anybody has an apartment in Chattanooga. That has a what do we need? We, I don't need, need to have anything. a pool trolley. I'm not moving. Well, not you. I'm talking yeah. about. So who's the well? Lead? You're gonna. Oh yeah, I will. Well, I said you're gonna visit. Yeah, I will visit. You should look at houses. Hold on a second. If you're not gonna visit, you tell me this right now. Listen, because if you're not guarantee. coming to visit me, I'm not moving down here, dude. All right, then I get. Jesus Christ! Isn't that? I don't want to put you on the spot. I don't want to put you on the spot, but I won't move down here. You can put me on the spot as much as you want. If moving here means I never get to see you again. Wow, holy shit. Mm-hmm. I would not do it. That's not a way to make your life choices, but I appreciate the uh, consideration. <laughs> well, I've been drinking. I might not mean that <laughs> yeah. tomorrow. Come here, come here. Listen, My bring loyal... the podcast. Listen. This is a very different taste. Yeah, it's yeah. a very different smell. I don't, I don't, I don't even know get to that uh, taste yet. how I feel about this question. The oh. champagne of yeah. beers. This is... It's meaty. It's, a, it's, a, yeah. it's got like a taste to it, right? Like a fruit. Mead. Yeah, it's like mead. 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 Yeah. Oh, mead. Yeah. Well, it's like meaty, not meaty. I never yeah. had mead before. If, Maybe uh, I did. I think I went to one of those, uh, mm. what do you call those things, when they reenact the uh, jousts and shit? Oh, yeah, the... Uh, the Renfest. Yeah, yeah. Renaissance, yeah. Renaissance Festival. Yeah. Uh, it was worse than that. It was something like in Vegas. 
Even oh, more. Medieval Times. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was pretty oh, yeah, bad. Medieval Times. I enjoy those if, I'd ha- if I've had a few. A few what? Anything. All right. <laughs> a, few, <laughs> a few children in your band? A few children, yeah. <laughs> I can... love the Renaissance Festival. I've never been to Medieval Times, but It's fun. Festival. It's fun. You got to have a little bit of something in you. You guys ever been to the Magic Castle? No. Mm-hmm. No, I've always wanted to go. There go. Yeah. Yeah. I like go. magic. Huh. I like castles. I like both of those things. Oh, so, then you yeah. would have a field day because yeah. it is both. It's, it's magic in a castle. That's great. Well, it's the best about- setting for magic, I think. Yeah, like magic is amazing to me, specifically about medieval time because the medieval era was a real thing, and mm-hmm. it looked like that. Yeah, and magic was just medicine that it was alchemy because like everybody, right. you guys know this is like, yeah, you try what you can, and if it works for a little bit, then that's the panacea. It's like, but it was all based on the idea that you could make gold, like so they would right. just try everything at the idea of trying to make gold, and like. Then you just had sorcerers who probably came up with magnetic. I'm very yeah. drunk. And post-it like, notes. That's how we got post-it notes. It was an accent. They were trying to make gold. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe that was white out. That One was, of the things. Something it was everything 3M owns. Everything that 3M owns. Boeing was a failed attempt at making gold. You know, I'm curious if Our I can successful. find this article But I that's found. what magic was. You wait, know wait, what wait. I mean? Like, I think I said that. But it's the idea that yeah. when, you know, <laughs> you run into some dude in the middle of nowhere in, what, 1100? <laughs> and he's got like a stew that makes you trip balls. You're like, you're a fucking magic guy. It's That's like, true. No, I just, yeah. It's just these three things mm. make you trip. Yeah, it's just some, some plants I found in the woods and I put them together and now smoke it. <laughs> Speaking or of old now shit. drink this or now. Yeah. yeah. Old shit. Uh, I just found it 28,000 years ago. That is old. Wow. First dildo. Wait, what, what did you Google to get that? How did they... Yeah, just, first, uh, dildo. first dildo. I okay. found the article like mm-hmm. maybe a week ago mm-hmm. and I meant to like... But I forgot about it. 28,000 years ago. And, uh, yeah, 28,000 years ago. Wow. It was a manual one. Yeah. Uh, they found them made of tar, stone, and wood. Hopefully you could sand it Ugh. down. Hopefully. Is it hot tar, do you think? I don't know what it means by tar. It just yeah. said tar. I don't know. Well, it's probably the rubber, right? So it's like if you dry Yeah, I guess it out like let it harden and just dry out and the dildo you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Imagine yeah. being so horny that you want to shove a piece of like wood in yourself. I'm doing <laughs> do it, it right every now. day. I'm doing it right now. Well they used to use uh pig intestines for condoms. Yeah, it's true. And yeah. lambskin. But you guys yeah. don't okay. <laughs> used to. <laughs> used I do to it every day. Do do kids even use condoms anymore? Steve? This one doesn't. This one doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> this boy don't need a. So, what, what, so what's the uh, what's the consensus on this? Uh, what's the name of this drink? I yeah, tell us this about is, it, Jared. All right, this is the Heller Box Saphir, dry hopped with Saphir hops for over eight weeks. It's from Austria, seven point four percent, brewed and bottled by Browery Hofstetten in Saint Martin. But it's, I don't know, it's really malty, and I'm not a fan of it. Are you yeah, I don't like it. It's yeah. very, it said it was it's, brewed. It tastes old. Brewed in 2013. So it is old. It's very old. I'll say this. And I wouldn't say this, this was is a beer that... This not one of the ones that... Uh, this is not a beer you should age. age. Yeah. <laughs> you don't smell it before you drink it. It tastes a lot more like champagne. I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, does have that that's just an old beer. Yeah, I'm going to say no yeah, now. But that's why we have this little pitcher over here. What do we do with that? 
We dump the beers in it that are oh. that are gross and not worth drinking. Whoa. And then this we drink made that. It and then, no. <laughs> yeah, at the end, <laughs> no, we no, uh, no. flip a coin and someone has to drink it. I think we did not this in really. a fraternity. Uh, unless one of you too. guys really likes this and uh, wants more. Uh, I'm not against it. It's not my favorite, but I can see what they're... Or we can just leave it sitting there. Yeah, we'll let it dump that Yeah, it's... That's not great. Was this once filled with starbursts, or did you always just put one starburst in this? <laughs> Still watch people fight. Yeah. <laughs> and also, uh, full disclosure on my preference to this, I like have taken the last week off of drinking, which is the longest I think I've gone in probably at least a year for sure. Uh, welcome aboard. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's it was a very interesting <laughs> Wait, welcome experience. To, yeah. You're there too. No, welcome back. I think. Oh, welcome back. I think. Yeah. yeah, welcome back. Yeah. <laughs> Which is nice. It's uh, it's good to be back. But I, I took <laughs> up running in the last week. You guys run? No. No, we were just talking about this before. As I, like, I uh, maybe about a week and a half ago started. Uh, I was like, Nah, I'm 32. I need to yeah start taking care of this <laughs> machine here. Keep it up. And uh, but I fucking hate to run. I need to figure out a cardio situation. Running I fucking is- hate running, but I swimming is good. Uh, yeah, I like swimming, but you. You can't biking? really do it here. Biking is the best. You know, uh, if I move into that douchey yeah. apartment, you can come use the pool. There you go. Yeah. It's another reason for you to go there. And swimming. Uh, swimming is like the best one because it's non-contact or non-impact, yeah. so you can keep your knees and your shit. But mm-hmm. biking is a close second because you're not like constantly hitting the ground. It's one of the reasons I bought that kayak, honestly. Oh, that's good. Um, but it doesn't quite get the cardio Rollerblading does. That you would think. Yeah, I'm probably not going to rollerblade. Get yourself yeah. some like 80s shorts. And just, I don't like rollerblades because you can't. Boombox. Like if some shit goes down, you're stuck in rollerblades. Yeah. No, you just point. fucking blade get, out. Can't run. Get some Heelys. Yeah. Throw yeah, on your that, sunglasses, <laughs> go blade out. and then. But I don't know. what it, If I got Heelys, man. What are Heelys? All that pussy. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what to do with it. Yeah, that's a Heelys good point. Are the, you have to be sure. I would be run, the using the Heelys to run away from all the pussy. That that's is, true. You know? yeah. That's true. A lot of people do choke on pussy when they have rollerblades. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is a. <laughs> well, my friend's got rollerblades, and he uh, he's in really good shape. It's true. I don't know your friend. It's, it's true. A, it's a good. Uh, he did cream. Oh, he, he rollerblades? Everywhere, yeah. I wouldn't know it. He looks like shit. Really? I think he looks pretty good. Uh, I was going to let him hear this until you said that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that Kareem. Yeah, yeah, yeah that great. one. Yeah. I won't lie. I had a uh, <laughs> like a engagement photo shoot thing at a roller skating rink like two years ago. Wait, what? Um, it was just like an engagement. A guy was was proposing, and he hired me. He's like, told his lady, like, hey, we're just going to go roller skating. And we're going to get some pictures. And they ended up proposing. So I was like there to take pictures of the proposal and whatnot. And they paid for me to get in. So once we were done, I was like, eh, I'll go get some skates and nice. go a couple laps. I've not done this in over a decade. I made it maybe halfway around instant <laughs> shin splints. Oh, yeah. Instant. <laughs> Did you stretch? Fuck no. Yo, you got to stretch now. You got to stretch. Dude, I'm telling you. Stretching is the no, only I, way to survive. I went at it tried to kick its ass. Yeah. It kicked mine. Most roller skating accidents are from not stretching. Do you, do you mm. drink water? <laughs> yeah, I drink a lot of water. I'm okay. a water champion. While you're, yeah. but not while you're, okay. Yeah. I was a beer podcast. I know about yeah, water. Yeah, yeah, you saw, you got waters yeah, no, out no, here. No, 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 no. Yeah. Cheers to that. Yeah. Um, and hey, not to kill the vibe at all, but uh, do you guys smoke cigarettes? Is that allowed in here? That's probably not a no-go. Not a lot in here. What if it's but, a spliff? Mm. 
That's probably not good. Yeah, mm, if it, if yeah, it, probably if it's not. Yeah, like that, yeah, that's probably yeah, not. Yeah. A, you really when fucking guy, threw it <laughs> off, Steve. Yeah, you know, I'm a, I'm <laughs> yeah. a ruiner. <laughs> but if you if you want to step out, no, like, no, feel oh, free. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. Oh no, yeah, yeah. You're gonna go. No, no you can yeah. go. We'll talk about you when you go. Yeah, talk shit. Yeah, if you want to step out, go for it. And yeah, I got a little less than probably about 15 minutes, and I'll get the hankering. But dude, I just gave it up. Oh yeah, yeah. I got this as of uh, last week. What kind of vape is that? Uh, it's a UL. I had a friend that had one, <laughs> and I like the size. I don't like those that you hit, and it's like a fucking robot cock, and just you know, I fucking hate that shit. And yeah. plus, I want something it quick, like a just... fucking pocket radio. That was a pretty good <laughs> yeah. imitation of robot cock, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I've I've just seen a lot of robot cock smoked. You know, <laughs> and, robot cock. Yeah, it I didn't want like that. It's these new salt nicotines. Salt, salt nicotine. Yeah, you were I don't know. Me I don't about know what about earlier. it. Something about it is they come in a higher hey. milligram of nicotine, but it burns like it's lower. Salt, I don't fucking know. <laughs> salt but. nicotine sounds like a 1920s grifter. <laughs> <laughs> it's working so How far. How you doing? Though. My name's Salt Nicotine. Here's salt Nicotine. Let's play three card Monty. Let me tell you about Panhandle. I've heard stories about you, Salt. <laughs> I got sandwiches in my car. One dollar each. That's creepy. Uh, something I did. Uh, I think, I think you all have some good input on this. Have you all kept up with the UFO news? Sure. Yeah, I've been saying some Kept shit. up, you could say. Well, yeah. so you know back in uh, like February, March, they the were like, oh, yeah, these are UFO videos that we've, that the Navy has captured and mm-hmm. started releasing all this UFO footage. Uh, at some point last week, and it was confirmed by the Times Free Press, the Pentagon, or not Times Free Press, that's our newspaper, uh, New York Times, and uh, the Pentagon released... A thing saying that all of the craft, they also said they were like, we've got crafts, crashed crafts, mm-hmm. and all of the crafts you see in this video are not of this world. Okay. Not that's, created That's here. not what they said. They didn't say mm-hmm. not of this world. They said- uh, I, I not, mean, I can just pull it out. I got the article here. Not of human Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, that's what I mean. Not of human knowledge. Yeah. But that's the point, is that human knowledge, quote unquote- is indicative that the United States understands it because the whole program is based off of understanding other countries' ability to do aircrafts. So when they say something like this, to me, it's not them saying, this is from another planet. It means our top specialists don't know how they do this. That means it could Mm. be from China, it could be from Russia, it could be from any country. We don't know how this technology now, God works. damn it. Clipping my wings it here. Not, I, th- I thought from, this meant we, we aliens. Had long, we had a long discussion about <laughs> this, this, this the other To yeah. me, because I read that thing, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I thought this meant aliens, but no. it just means Wakanda. It just means, yeah. It just Wait a means, minute. You thought like, it was about aliens and you didn't open with that on this podcast? <laughs> well, I like a slow burn, <laughs> Dude, man. I like this, a slow this burn. to me is just more of like, like, you remember those pictures from China that came out and it's like that sonic boom barrier thing and you're like, what the fuck is that? And then you start seeing that from aircrafts uh, that the U.S. is developing. And it's like, oh, China just had these things that we didn't know about. Or what it, whichever country it is. I don't know. Yeah, like, imagine never seeing that. TikTok and all of a sudden you see TikTok. Yeah, you're like, this like, is what the fuck? not human. Right. <laughs> we may not get to see TikTok for much longer. Uh, defense contractor gave a classified briefing as recently as March about retrievals from, quote, off-world vehicles not made on this earth. That's, where is that from? That's the New York Times. Really? Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. That was, right. that was a week ago. Narrative. All right. No longer in shadows, Pentagon's UFO unit will make some findings public. And then there's another one uh, from two days ago where they're going to well, do it. Within 180 uh, days. So is it aliens or not aliens? I need to know. 
How's your this, life? How is your life going to change? World world. I don't know. I just want to know. That's the direct quote from the Pentagon. Because I'm not no, really a contractor. A contractor. What, what, the reason it excites me is the, uh, what is that? Uh, Schadenfreuden? Is that how you Freud, pronounce Freud, that? Schadenfreude. Yeah. And it's Schadenfreude. I'm not a religious person. And look. And mm-hmm. so and, when I walk... Yeah. You think this is gonna? You think this is gonna null not, and validate religion? No, no they'll no, wrap it up into the myth. No, it'll be in there, and I'm curious to see how that's gonna be wrapped up, and mm. then maybe it will convince. Well, these some aliens people, hate facts. Uh, I heard that. I was so. saying, if before the show started, if this is gonna be a thing, you say aliens hate facts. Fags. Oh, and facts. Yeah. But um, <laughs> so I think that the South will take to the aliens pretty pretty quickly. They're gonna side with the ones that have guns. The, the, the aliens when they come here, they're not gonna team with fucking liberal intellectual douchebags. They're going to hang out with uh, people who got guns. If I were an alien... I don't know. Maybe they're, maybe they're past guns. They might be, it, but they well, know we're, but they know we're not. They just, what if they just like think and then... What if it's like a bunch so, of tiny predators? Like, like little, little, like, little like how big? Like the size of a child? No, like... like <laughs> predator, like... Oh. The predator, you know? Alien, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Shoulder mounted cannon, small, yeah. But they're small. yeah, but they're like but two tiny. feet tall. I uh, could see this going either sounds way. Terrifying. That'd be the story, fucking terror. That'd be worse than if they were big, I think. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. That's tough. That's tough to say. Well, they were talking about little green men or whatever. What's the hardest you guys have ever tripped? Uh, no. I don't trip much these days, but in college, I remember. I tripped one time and the biggest thing that stood out is I just remember being outside, you know, those weird, well, you guys may not know this being in New York and Chicago is in the South. It gets like weirdly humid in the summer. And I don't even know what brings about this, but like snake or slugs will just yeah. come out. Of no- yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if that was a Southern thing or what, Especially but, but I'm talking like yeah. hundreds of them. Oh, They'll hide away, mm-hmm. and you'll see one once in a while. But for whatever reason, it'll get the right humidity, and just like they'll all—it's like, oh, we're going out tonight, boys. <laughs> and you know what I'm talking I've about? Seen it, yeah, yeah. Like they'll be all over the driveway. I mean, it's almost to the level of like the raining squid in the new HBO Watchmen series, like oh, okay. slugs <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. And uh, it was one of those nights. It was like 2 a.m., tripping my balls off uh, mushrooms, and. Just looking at these fucking slugs, like it, I don't know. It was just a yeah, yeah. They don't feel good under your feet. Fuck oh, no, no, I wouldn't. No, I guess no. That's what freaked us out is like having to walk around them. Yeah, All I remember right. in, in uh, camp we had to walk when we would sleep over at camp. We had to watch out for the slugs. Mm-hmm. The reason I ask about the tripping is just because some of the times that I've taken psychedelics, mm-hmm. uh, I've been relatively convinced that all of life is just an alien game show or like puppet show where they just use us for entertainment. They capture our movements. They watch what happens to us. They can communicate and control us. And that's tripping really hard. Yeah. And See, then, I don't have to trip to get there. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I think of that shit normally. Exactly. Of like, maybe not to the it's game like show Matrix degree, style. but like, uh, more of like just a fishbowl. I know all of this. We're is, a fucking fish tank. It's that's a simulation, it. that's for sure. Like, there's no question that we're, yeah. I, as to who controls it, it's hard the to Jews. say. <laughs> well, obviously, <laughs> within the simulation. They right. control the weather in the simulation. That's about it. We got Nick Cannon <laughs> coming in here later. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Cannon coming up on the, what's the fucking call? On the, the brew chat. What's the Viacom fired him, so he's he's got a few <laughs> open dates. 
What's the name of this podcast again? I'm sorry. <laughs> Classy. Classy move. This is the this is the brew chat podcast. The brew Jesus, chat podcast. Yeah, two two words, two T's. Two oh, how about you didn't give a fuck. Yeah. You could have just glanced around. There's yeah. like cards we on the table, stickers. They're both wearing t-shirts and hats that say it. <laughs> yeah, I'm also wearing a shirt. That I think says, that's a first. Yeah. I think that that's is a first. There's a cue yeah. card that says you're... <laughs> I came in with my... That may, that may make it into the new intro. <laughs> we're, we're about to like rebrand. We got a new logo. That's got to be on the sizzle like reel. Come on. Yeah, that, that may be... because. Yeah, the whole thing is like I'm booting up a spaceship. I'm going to keep that, but yeah. I'm going to put the, some yeah, the fun quote, shit in there. Quotes from guests. What's yeah. the name of this thing again? What the name? <laughs> what's the fucking name of this? Uh, <laughs> what do you call this shit again? <laughs> what, what is this bullshit I'm on right now? Where, where, where am I? <laughs> now, can you tell me, how the fuck did you guys get in my living room? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, how would your life significantly change if, if it came out that there were uh, alien cr- uh, craft here? Um, Start jerking off a lot more. I'll tell you, you that. would more than you do now. I don't know. It de- see, I You're think about quiet. that a little. I never hear you in there. I think about that a little more deeply than that. It depends on the aliens. Like, are they aggressive? Like, are they here to steal resources, Independence Day style? Or are they District Nine style, where they're like just kind of here? Does it really matter? Um. Yeah, because if they're here to like do some cool shit, I'm on board. Like, like what? Created like an improv troop yeah, or something? Like, I'll start working for you all. <laughs> like. You no, know, I don't. Okay. I don't know what they're up to. You think they're giving out jobs? I hope they maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Wait, you think these aliens are coming to bring in jobs? What kind of fucking and vaccines? What narrative are you living? And stimulus checks. I don't think that's what's happening. If they're coming in, no, uh, they're already here. They've been. Yeah, here. they've been here for oh, yeah. They've been no, here before we were here. That's why I think the most likely like, explanation is we're in a fish tank situation. Fish tank. Like so they're, they're just they're here, here to change the water? No, they're okay. here looking at us, seeing what we're doing, but they're like, these fucking monkeys are stupid as fuck. Mm-hmm. Look well, at them. Like, they can't even work together to get over, like, global problems. I think it's more like a, uh, like a cancer. You know, they're like, this yeah. is a very dangerous thing. They're up there right now, around, like, bleep, blorp, whatever. Uh, so Look at them trying to handle this virus. Okay, so let's say it's not aliens, <laughs> and there's a group of super wealthy, connected people who are planning to leave this planet without us. Well, because they know about the aliens. They're like, oh. Well, no, they know that we're the aliens. Ooh. Aliens within aliens. Yeah, so, I mean, what do you think of... Well, it's the whole idea that, you know, human, I I don't know enough. I also don't think it's super out of the realm of possibility that aliens, quote-unquote, from outer space, they could look like, like, just be other humans from other planets. Right. That just advanced way quicker than we did. Sure, but if they have the ability to make these crafts, they're able to uh, turn on a dime and go at these insane speeds. Mm. Um, I feel like a chump buying a ticket on an airplane. That's all. Yeah. Right. Well, but they wouldn't even know about us. Maybe they're here using cloaking devices or whatever. We don't fucking see them. Maybe. But they're like, dude, we found some other fucking humans on this other planet that they seem to call Earth in quadrant 622 or whatever the fuck it is. And uh, yeah, we, we've been stooping on them for about 50 years and they seem dumb as fuck. You know, we advanced mm-hmm. like they have this thing called capitalism <laughs> that runs all their shit and it seems to ruin everything. Well, like, we might be getting past that now. Hopefully. I mean, you're going to have to. We're Eventually, have to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not sustainable. So I have a dream of a like basically a Star Trek economy. A nerd economy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of just like you get what you need when you need it. 
Uh-huh. And uh, I mean, communism. <laughs> well, but Star Trek, where I've, like it seems to work. There's only a few of them on that ship. But though. at that point, you've you've achieved such a level of technological supremacy, like you can molecule. Oh, you can hit a button on a thing, and it makes you an ice cream cone. Yeah, I think we're pretty far away from that. Yeah, pretty far. It's gonna take a minute, but I would love to see that. Yeah, you can. Yeah. I mean, you can. Like we were saying before, you could. We're verging three D print organs and stuff like that. We have yeah. molecular printers. Yeah. It's here's getting there. Here's yeah. the here's the the sad thing. It's it is kind of like the Tower of Babel. I think we're pretty close, mm-hmm. and we're gonna get we're gonna knock ourselves down back to zero, and then you move 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 up, and you get too close to real intelligence, mm-hmm. you get knocked back down again. I mean, I'm not a religious guy. Yeah, I don't know much about. I agree with that. There's a lot of theories uh, out there on just a uh, that we reach some sort of technological peak in the past and then something dumbed us the fuck down mm-hmm. and we started back over. Have you heard of the, I think it's pronounced the Antikythera mechanism. Oh, the, uh, the machinery for that they found in the ocean. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like that thing. It's uh predates. It really fucks with, but it's, it's math. History. I mean, it's, yeah. if you have a, an advanced understanding of math, mm-hmm. I mean, but the things they took in, into account, like the wobble of the earth and mm-hmm. there's a whole, they clearly understood advanced physics. Yeah. Whoever created yeah. this mechanism, and I've not read about it's it in ancient a while, technology, yeah. but it was like it. It predates when we thought, uh, like, it's before, largely it's before MySpace, right? Yeah, way before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it predates whenever we figured out that the Earth was round and all that sort of stuff. It predates. Well, the jury's all still that. out on that, man. Oh, That's yeah. True. How can you? Except how can the you jury know? came yep, in? The jury you are went being out. very offensive to people yeah. who don't adopt the dominant narrative. Good. Yeah. Fuck. And, yeah. Steve, fuck you just missed it. Fuck him. Tanner this, was this being is, uh, incredibly offensive to non-believers. This is a Fine. Earth is round podcast. Fuck that yeah. shit, yeah. man. Yeah. Prove it. Oh, <laughs> I'm caught in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> I believe the Earth is cubed. Yeah. <laughs> cube Earth. Uh, six flat sides. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God! You guys are one for each continent. Oh my God. Seven, what? seven continent. No, I actually believe in an eighth. What did you just There's go ahead? Uh, <laughs> what did you just go ahead and uh, do? I just had a diarrhea attack. Oh my goodness! In the tub. Don't worry. Nice, uh, nice. That's how we do it in New York. York. Well, I've got a shower head in there, so <laughs> you can use one of my little folded I, towels. I, I saw yeah. the. They're not. Oh, they're yeah. not folded, dude. They're, they're fucking rolled. rolled. Saw, they are rolled. It's easier to roll them than fold them, though. Yeah, sure. Exactly. Yeah. It's true. Less folding. Well, I walked in there. <laughs> hey, dude, whatever you got to tell yourself. I mean, whatever. I mean, date women, put on whatever kind of story you want to tell the world. I and mean, then roll your towels. Do whatever you want to do. No, man. I thought it would impress you. <laughs> I, mean, I, I wasn't going to fuck Tanner, but so he rolled his towels. Well, it goes back to what I was saying. I like to feel like I'm in a hotel room. Uh-huh. I also yeah, I thought the concierge was a bit much. Fold to be my, yeah. <laughs> I also fold my like bath towels mm-hmm. like they do in the hotel. You put a chocolate on your pillow every night. Um, I have. <laughs> you gotta treat. You gotta yourself. love yourself, yeah. man. Exactly. No, I do. I I usually <laughs> back to the Starburst. I'll usually uh, just. I would like to say, I'm, <laughs> upon return, I'm dip, I'm leaving the uh, Heller Rock or whatever this is called. Yeah. Yeah. Is, uh, gonna, what was, what was this one you brought in this growler? Yeah, this That's one is going to be bottle. way better. Thank you. Uh, this is. Is it way better? or Is this one like hefty? No, no, no. This is the uh, Rembrandt's coffee stout from Big okay. River. Okay. From where? Yeah. Big River. Okay. Uh, grill and brewery. So There's you... actually one right downtown, um, right across from the aquarium, or right by the aquarium down there. Yeah, we were going to go to. I wanted to go to the aquarium when we were uh, tripping on uh, mushrooms. Aquarium's pretty dope. Steve, Steve said it was a bad idea. Nope. That to, that is a yeah. good idea. No, that's a, I've done it. That's a pretty phenomenal idea. Hmm. Um, 
All right. See, so don't, you're going to see go, animals that are trapped. And don't yeah. go when it's busy, though. No, yeah. just not the people. It's that seeing animals got, trapped. We, no, we've got great habitats down there. Still, they're trapped. Yeah, that's true. They're but trapped, then I asked but, Steve, I go, wouldn't you commune with the fish? And but at that we're level, trapped my, also. I mean, we're, we're also in an yeah, aquarium. We're trapped. My cat's trapped. Yeah. So yeah. can't you commune with the other trapped uh, animals? Yeah, I think it would make it easier. You'd have something to bond over. Yeah, I'd have nothing to talk about with a fucking dolphin otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, that's a lot. Dude. It's an awful. That's that's for Steven. That's a lot. Who's Steven? You. <laughs> Steven. Okay. St- what am Steven. I in trouble? <laughs> Steven, drink this beer right away. <laughs> a little stout. Ooh, it's like a coffee beer, huh? It is. Uh, made with Rembrandt's coffee from Rembrandt's Rembrandt coffee. made this coffee? Rembrandt. Yeah, Rembrandt apostrophe S. He uh, himself. Back in time. Yep. Rembrandt's? Speaking of time travel. Now, wait. Is this a real, it legitimate a, backstory? Rembrandt's Or is this coffee. a marketing thing that they created? Yeah, so. Rembrandt's is a local coffee shop. They've been uh, in the art district up here forever. They also have fantastic desserts like tiramisu. And this is not a commercial. This is a legitimate, just personal recommendation. Um, yeah, it's up in the art district. They've been there forever. I mean, at least I went to it in Before high school. Before it was even called the art district. 15 years ago. So, wait. Does this have oh. caffeine in it? Yeah, um, it's it's made with coffee. So that's good. Well, that yeah. that's actually a weird question we've had on this podcast for a while. Is it's illegal to add caffeine to alcohol? Right. So where is the line? You can you can add coffee beans mm-hmm. to this beer. Can you add alcohol to coffee? Though? I don't, are you allowed to add a straight a little bit of vodka or whatever you want to put in there? Yeah. Some yeah. whiskey. Some early times. Do you yeah. guys have early times out here? What's early yeah, times? Yeah, we got early times. What's early times? It's a type of whiskey. Oh, jeez. It's a brand of whiskey, I should say. Yeah, I don't know about early times. I didn't times. mean vodka. Vodka with coffee. I, will, I might start. Although, I don't know. I, don't I know. might begin starting my mornings with this. Heaven and yeah, Good great. accidental call uh, it's not, it's on not us drinking this last. That's just where though. I got the growler from. How is it an accidental call? This wasn't right, just, it warmed up just enough where I think it's, yeah. it's almost the perfect temperature. Yeah, that's just my little half growler. You can get growler filled anywhere, but I got that half growler from Heaven and Ale. The beer's from Big River. What's, gotcha. the, what's this? Oh, gotcha. It's a compass, so we yeah. know which direction we're headed. Where are we going? I don't know. Oh, on the spaceship. You tell us. You've, on got the, you've got the compass. Yeah, you got the compass. Uh, You're the navigator. Jesus, you don't want me navigating. <laughs> I can't even use Google Maps. Uh, I think we're going to head Do northeast. you guys remember MapQuest and like printing yeah, off a, directions? And MapQuest. Yeah. I used to play that all the time. Yeah. I always lost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, printing directions. I stopped printing them. I would just write them down and then... Oh, yeah, printing directions. Yeah. I used to do that. Yeah, it's, it's definitely not a thing anymore. No. Neither are maps, really. We used to always have a map in the car. Those are so hard to fold. So hard to fold. Steve, you ever fold a map? Uh, have I? Several have you? times, yeah. Really? I used to carry a yeah, map of New York City in my back pocket when I delivered... I was when like you lived in Chicago? That's yeah, just a piece of graph. <laughs> <laughs> You were always lost. I had a dream in my heart. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> hey, mister, can you help me find where I am? Mister, mister, can you help me find New York City? And I'm in Chicago yeah. holding a map of Manhattan. <laughs> and that's why you moved to New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Finally. To match finally, the map. Yeah. finally, my maps made sense. Finally, yeah. <laughs> I was walking down Broadway, you're, coked out of my mind, 19 years old. I've never felt like I belonged. <laughs> I just murdered my first hooker. <laughs> I was ready to I go. I like how Jared is I acting out your monologue, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's all on audio. It was, it was really getting me uh, going through it because yeah. that's exactly how I felt. Yeah, you did capture the <laughs> wide eyed optimism of Steve Malloy. Oh, look at that. Wow, yeah. It's, like, yeah, yeah. it's a little bit of Stevie <laughs> Wonder. Down, walking, walking down a little bit of a lame Walking down Broadway specifically. <laughs> Broadway specifically. Yeah. I, and I kept saying that to people.
people I would go, I'm walking down Broadway specifically. Get the <laughs> fuck out of my way. And yeah. then I'd fucking slug them. That's uh, how you do. That's how you do when you're in New York. Exactly. I don't know if you guys have no, That's true. There. I do. Uh, my dad lives in New York. Here's what you do. When you go to New York City, you got to do a bunch of coke. You got to walk down Broadway and anyone gets in your way. Fucking slug. You've them. been doing that in Chattanooga though too. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> I bet work that as goes well. Over well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've actually been arrested twice. Yeah. We got paid so, with. Uh, we did some comedy at a place called the uh, Office, and yeah. the audience gave us cocaine. Oof. Yeah, sounds about right for the. Well, office. I mean, not, wait, not sorry, <laughs> Dude, not what's no, uh, just me. No, I'm curious. Him so I just, you, I, I, I get the go. vibe. You've never been to the South because you were like, <laughs> no, nah, I'm going to go to Chattanooga. <laughs> yeah, well, it was also the idea that I was. Like, and I Florida still, doesn't count. I still deliver food for a living in Brooklyn. Like yeah. I get some copywriting work, but I'm a fucking comedian. <laughs> like I, yeah, he's a, yeah. I, I make it month to month on rent. Like, oh, I'm you, not, you don't have to explain. Yeah, like that's who. But this, like we hang out with here. This job, like, will pay me enough that I mm. will have rent for the next five to six months or whatever it is. So. I kind of yeah, aren't you like, in a six to eighteen year rent? Yeah, I am. <laughs> so that's barely solving my problem. <laughs> uh, but it is the type of thing where I I do feel like if I didn't go down here, I wouldn't. I would be fucked. <laughs> like yeah. not fucked, but I would yeah. be very tired. Yeah. And this Fuck is Ed. like yeah. a way. This is also a huge opportunity because Humanot is fucking dope. And I'm writing mm. and I'm working with Jeff and we're doing comedy like. It's cool. Yeah, we feel really very, I, very lucky. I had yeah. I had to do this, so yeah. it could have been yeah. in like, like this is the my this is the best joke. Like, I should I just should have delivered it. Like, <laughs> I literally I should have just said it. Uh, Wait, what's happening now? Are you done so, the joke? No, it's like it's so true, but it's hilarious. Like six weeks before I started working for, because like Jeff was like, hey, there's this uh, ad agency in Chattanooga uh, that I know of, and I was like, ah, oh, yeah, Chattanooga, Michigan. Uh, like I literally it's thought, also Chattanooga, Oklahoma. Yeah, I thought. Wait, is there a Chattanooga, Michigan? There, there's like a there's a Chipsy car. But you didn't know, know there is the Chattanooga, Oklahoma. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. right. Exactly. I think there might yeah. be something. It's like Chesapeake. Something. I don't know. Some fuck ch- faces. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, dude, they don't want me to be mayor. I'd wage war on those motherfuckers so, in Oklahoma. There can be only one. So yeah. it was like the That's idea though good. that like one month of rent. Here and then I'm pay- paying like an, a really low rate of rent of like three fifty a month in Brooklyn right now, and then it's going wow. up to. Well, that was for the COVID summer, and now it's going up to four fifty, yeah. which is still fucking. That's solid. insane. That's insane. Yeah. And before this, you know, I I live well, alone in New York, and I was in yeah. six hundred square feet for about eighty days, which is with very little contact with anybody. You have some yeah. roommates though, right? Yeah, I got a, a bunch of roommates. They're all dead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what? Not even from COVID, just. <laughs> But so my, my only point is like I lo- I've really enjoyed this city. It's been cool. Yeah. But I would have gone like if Jeff had called me and been like, "Hey, do you want to go to like fucking bumfuck yeah. Alabama?" I'm like, "All right." Oh, yeah, I didn't sure, mean to insinuate you eyeballed this and uh, was like, "No, I'm that's my dream city." <laughs> I'm go well, I I, I mean, no, I, I was excited. Like the more I read, yeah. I was like, "Okay, yeah, I can do this." How many people listen to this? What's this thing called? <laughs> how many, how many people, people listen? I would get about seven thousand, give or take. All right, I got. Yeah. Uh, can someone hook hook your guest up? Looking for an apartment? Maybe. Uh, well, like Jared said earlier, I would look for a house. Yeah, a house. I'm, yeah, yes. housing housing rates are super low right Wait, now. To buy a house? Not, not, buy not a to buy. House. I I mean, yes, buy a house would be good, but no, just look for rental. There is uh what's that big rental company yeah, in town too. that rents those houses? Um, 
You see their signs all over the place. Oh, yeah. They, you know what I'm talking about. Well, if only they paid for an endorsement. Um, yeah. You know <laughs> yeah. what? Yeah, you know no, what? fuck That's it. Right. Don't name it. Right. It's don't too bad we don't know the name. Yeah, it's yeah, too yeah. bad. We talked about uh, everybody yeah, else. Yeah, there's, there's one, one, one confidential 25 other brands on this thing. There's a couple of them, but... All right, you tell me offline. Yeah, there's there's a couple <laughs> big ones. And, uh, and if anybody wants to book me and or Steve, well, Steve will be back in New York at some point, but while we're here... We'd yeah. love to do as much comedy as possible. Yeah. We're when it sucks, you're here right now. But Well, we're thrilled to be here, but yeah, yeah. it's not normal times. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just a beautiful place. Everyone in the city has been it, great to us. It sucks yeah. you're here right now is like <laughs> one of those phrases that only makes sense during COVID. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I've started making a list right here at the, you know, at the start of this of like, why, this year is just weird as shit all around. Um, but that's a very funny thing. That like is, It's a very uh, polite thing that I think my family in Kansas and Missouri would say, "Yeah, it was like it's too bad you're here right now because this time we do this thing." Yeah, it's a very like nice phrase that I think. Well, it was, and right it's really, now it's like weirdly yeah. applicable because right. it's like it is. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry exactly. you're here right now. It's It'd be like, really great if you guys just told out of towners like normally what's and just make up some crazy <laughs> shit like, oh my god, normally if you're here this particular week, it's. Like a free yeah. sex carnival, but it's right. not right now because of COVID. Dude, straight up though, I mean, you seem like you would like it. Chattanooga's a city that loves to drink. Yeah. We are, I didn't realize how rare it was, but we do this thing during the summer called Nightfall. And every Friday, they shut down the biggest intersection downtown. Yeah. Like, how many, what about six blocks, I guess? Yeah, give or take. Yeah. Like that. And uh, shut it down just so you can drink in the street. And it's listen really, to music and yeah. all that. We've Mediocre got several beer music. festivals. <laughs> and while nightfall is going on towards the end of the summer, there's the same thing happen on the end of downtown near the water. It's we're yeah. a city that loves to drink. Yeah, and well, that was part of like our the reason we were coming down here was we were working for someone who I guess I don't know how much we should say. Oh, wait. But, yeah. Wait. Uh, but it's just like someone we we're going to work for was going to be participating in one of the festivals mm-hmm. out here. And that was going to be part of the marketing shit, and it just didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. none of, of it's happening. Well. It's been such a weird summer, and, I mean, obviously. But it is, I am thankful that, you know, it could be much worse, like it was in New York. Yeah, I mean, and, and it might still get that way. It again. may, but yeah. I, and to be, like, it's been really, like, the time in March was insane. Because I, like, lived in an area with a lot of public housing, and mm-hmm. so... There are a lot of people who whose health is really vulnerable, and it was just nonstop ambulances for days, weeks, mm. and people coming in and like a lot of sadness, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of tragedy and just confusion. Uh, but then after that, when the protests started, it felt like uh, New York really came together because everyone mm. who wasn't who had left, they'd left, you know, and like the people who were there were literally out in the streets, were mm-hmm. cheering on the people who were there mm. and it was like, it, it feels like there's something there that's really special. Yeah. And I think that like anyone listening to this in the East, I just want to like, cause a lot of the media reads like New York is in shambles and Jeff's got his perception of it. But I think that there's a lot of valuable stuff going on there right now mm-hmm. that like people should be proud of. Well, know? I think overall with this whole Quarantine and coronavirus, and yeah, I pronounce it quarantine. C O R N T I N E. So as opposed Je- to what Jeff just said, quarantine the other day. Like he was like, I, I, I pronounce it quarantine. quarantine. What do you say? Quarantine, quarantine, 
quarantine. I don't pronounce. It's I know quarantine. it's pronounced quarantine. 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 But, but I like, know it's pronounced like really quarantine. I'm not hanging on anything. You ha- you hung on it once the other day, and it's stuck in my brain. It's really bothered quarantine. you. Quarantine. It's like quor- I like just like lean into it. Quarantine. 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 Like a canteen. How are you framing like Jeff's got his own perspective? Oh, no, no, no. It means you did it one time. No, 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 no. Before that, you said Jeff's got his own perception of that New York is in shambles. You don't. It's in shambles. It's kind of. It's not happening. From what what I perspective from the south, it's it's great for artists eventually who are going to live in the in the in the the vacated city. Dude, I just signed a lease. For four fifty a month. That's very unusual, but, Steve. That's not the norm. You know yeah, that. because I know how to negotiate with a landlord, pretty much. But think about and how many, the quarantine. Yeah, and the quarantine. The quarantine. Corn. So you think I'm a? You think I'm a? Quarantine. Do you think I'm a dope for uh, splitting? I think that the types of apartments that you want to live in are not available in New York for the price. No, no of types of apartments. So I have an apartment, right. and I'm not going to be able to afford it. Exactly. So I have to leave. Right. Right. Can, but you could find an apartment that mm. was shittier. That you oh, in New York. Found. Yeah. With roommates, you mean? I'm not having. No, you could do too. a. You could, uh, yeah, I'm well, 50 years old, man. I'm not having roommates at this point in my yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. So you, I'm so 50, dude. Quite, I've had this already. You know, you're so what I'm also saying New York. Like, if I'm, if comedy, well, that's my listen, point. Listen, in, in New York you, in you the 80s, do it, you know, uh, like, Avenue A, B, C, D, where I hung out, those were va- those were abandoned buildings that artists had taken over, and they made it a a, a real enclave of, of 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 great music and art, and the whole CBGB scene was down there. All that shit was happening. Um, and that'll probably happen again, but it's going to first take Target and Dunkin' Donuts and all that shit getting out of there. Which is what's happening right Is it now. happening, though? I'm, it, the opposite's happening, because the only people who can afford to take over those leases are Dunkin' Donuts and Target now. Yeah, for mm-hmm. now, but then all you've got all these people who are leaving, and suddenly the reason that the Targets and the Dunkins and all that right. shit are there, there's no re- and they can afford to close whenever. Yeah. Like the well, yeah. CEO They run at a loss in, those, in a lot of those locations. <laughs> But, exactly. I mean, and for, so they when those close, it's going to take what? Hey, listen, a year, it, two years? it breaks my heart to have to leave because this is where I'm from. Yeah. And I love all my friends. I'm sure you do. But uh, comedy is a guy who wants to pursue comedy. But the, you know, there's comedy there. Like where? You live where in am both I? Where you do, uh, you do you go rooftop uh, open mics? I think this is really interesting. If I may, yeah, interject no, real quick because our last episode, we had our good friends uh, Ethan and Natasha. Yeah. Oh. Who yeah. are also in the comedy scene. And they are moving to New York. Yeah, to Bushwick, yeah. right next to where we live. And I'm probably going to be in contact with oh, them. Oh, yeah, I guess like you guys have probably talked. Have we, you we had Bridget Jeff introduce met, us, yeah. No, I have not yeah. met yeah. them yet. As you met Natasha? This, yeah, I met mm-hmm. Natasha. You at least heard Natasha. Yeah. <laughs> we heard it from New York. <laughs> yeah, we actually, right, yeah. it's like uh, these. Uh, it's like a Ouch. star that's dying. It's, it's died many years ago. <laughs> we heard the sound wave of something she said months and months and months ago. Oh, that's so good. And uh, someone was like, you hear that? That's Natasha. That, uh, yeah. Yeah. And we met Ethan. I told you you could hear Also that. not a, a quiet boy. No. He's, uh, yeah. and, they're, and, they're, and it's great that they're moving to New York. And listen, I'm not here to say that New York's a piece of shit. I did, like I said, I did. That's what you have been saying. Yeah, it's a piece of shit. Because it is a fucking piece of shit. Because it's a fucking piece of shit since 9 11. This is like me talking about Atlanta. It's a piece of shit. It's a piece of shit. It's a piece of shit because you got fucking an MM store in the middle of the city. That makes the city's jump the shark. So, but 
the great thing about New York, don't roll your eyes at me. Some guy in the 20s being like, they've got a fucking brewery over there on (laughs) East Street. The city's done. It's just, you know. Listen, it's funny how you laugh at me, though. Are we going to be okay after this podcast? No, we were never okay before the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) He had several issues that I was talking to you about before we walked in here. I thought we said, stop booking me on podcasts without telling me the The name of the podcast. Ever since I put him on the Young Conservatives podcast, and he was like, why didn't you get me the name of this podcast first? But he rolled with it. You did a lot of Shapiro stuff. I thought yeah. it was impressive. That being said, we are not chill. We're not cool. We're not you and good. I are not cool. We're not fine. No, we're good. New York is a theme park Despite, of what New York used to be. Despite, and that's an old man point of view that you'll never be able to understand because you're 24 years old. That doesn't well, make I mean, you wrong. Yeah, I'm going to die when I'm 27. It's like, it's like, oh, stop it with this, please. Yeah, no, no, Jesus it's like Coney Island. It doesn't happen to comics. That's rock stars. Yeah. What instrument? Oh, you're learning guitar. Yeah I, yeah, I think in three years he could die at 27. I, you know, I take pretty that pretty back. He's pretty good at guitar. He's really good. You don't even need to be that good to be popular. Or kill yourself no. yeah. with a shotgun. I think you could aspire to killing yourself, yeah, absolutely. But so. the... So, I don't know. Being down here, I could play... Huntsville and Nashville. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> well, I'm just trying to think to as a comic. Yourself. But for me, I, yeah, I you might kill yourself. Yeah. I don't know what you're gonna do, Day. I almost kill myself. It's no yeah. big deal. That's true. If you don't kill yourself, then you come out stronger. Is this what you guys do? You just booze your guests up? Pretty much. Yeah. This is the show. This is, this is yeah. the content. Is you guys yeah. are giving content right yeah. now. You see, so we've been trying to make a TV show out of us, our oh, banter back and whole, forth. Would yeah. you watch this? Would you watch the two of us? I mean, I've been watching. Yeah, it's pretty good. Entertained. Yeah, it's solid. Are you not entertained? <laughs> That's what I yell at him I every day I'm, after he doesn't laugh at my jokes. I laugh at I laugh at a lot of his jokes. What do you think the ratio you is? You don't want to be shouted at. The ra- <laughs> you, what, you yeah, think I can't exactly. outshout this guy? <laughs> That's what I've done to every single ex-girlfriend. Is like, whoa, whoa, don't treat me like laugh. an ex-girl. What the fuck is that, Steve? Oh, no, it's like, That's a weird thing to introduce I into our dynamic. You, I've never lived with a woman for over a month. You say because I'm a gay man, then I'm a <laughs> That's woman? That's not living. That's just you stayed so, together. So, wait, wait. Well, no, but here's the thing. It's like we shared like a fucking kitchen. We have the same and job. And she put some potpourri on the toilet? Like, oh, no, we oh, have wait, different no, bathrooms. No, 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 we have two saying, bathrooms. I've never lived. <laughs> like, I guess me and my oh. girlfriend shared a dorm for a while. Okay, okay. You know, but that was like, eh. Yeah, I think this like is, living with is like three plus months. Yeah, exactly. We, Otherwise, no, it's been, a housemate, I right. think. We're housemates. Okay, that's fair. You but, might you might share a bed, but wait, wait, but wait, that still no, makes you house. Well, I'm talking about. <laughs> he said uh, you said you've never lived with a girl for more than a month. I've never lived with a girl for more than like a night. But that's the thing, is ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Women is one of our sponsors, by the way. Of, uh, yeah, yeah. Sponsored by you women. Get to mention women every 15 minutes. <laughs> I guess no, that's not true. I've lived with women for like a week or so, but like uh, there, it is weird that like. We work together, we hang out together, like we're comedians together, and then we also are roommates or housemates, as you would put it. And good friends so before this. Well, yeah, roommates. Exactly. And, yeah. and very good friends. So it's like we've been doing this adventure together while all of our friends' lives kind of fall apart a little. Not completely. No, they're falling apart. It's, there's a lot of chaos. I mean, we have different, we have a similar circle of friends in the comedy world. Uh, and I'm sure, he, and he's got obviously his own friends from Chicago that I don't know mm. his whole life before I met him. But as a 50-year-old guy, I've got a bunch of friends who are 40 to 50, a lot of white dudes who work in advertising whose lives are, it's been pointed out how completely useless and pointless their lives are in terms, of, in terms of being a commodity that you mm-hmm. can sell. And 
Yeah. Profit off. And the reality is they want my perspective right now and they want Jeff's perspective right now. I don't know why they want my perspective. But I'm I'm a fucking 24-year-old who's been trying to write, quote unquote, for, you know, however many years. So they want to see, like, just throw whatever at the wall and we'll take that as part of our demographic survey. You know what I mean? Like, So we've been, you know, and we're trying to include comedians. We're trying to do some things with this human app place that are kind of overlapping with marketing and, and comedy. Like we've been, I can't give away what it is, but... We're trying, cool to, trying to create some opportunities for out-of-work comics yeah. uh, because there's some really great brains out there. Mm-hmm. They're not being utilized to their full potential when a lot of these theaters are closed and the venues aren't open for them to do their writing and perform it. Mm-hmm. We, we're really lucky that we, in our circles, know some really wonderful comics. You guys have got to be pretty happy with this whole... Like, podcasting is something that you can pretty much do safely. Dude, it's uh, been pretty dope to yeah. watch, like just the news channels have to relegate. It's like, no, you're playing on my field. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I am producing better, sh- like, quality production-wise yeah. than what you're doing. And when this first uh, when this first went down, we went out of studio for, what, maybe two months? Yeah, a month and, and a half or And did like remote. And me and him would occasionally meet up and do an in-person one. But, yeah, I threw... Uh, I mean, I do video work, so I threw a backdrop up in there, some cameras, and I had, like, some lights and stuff. It looked like a really high-quality production I yeah. had going on and was uploading video and remoting people in. If your backdrops are as good as your towels, then <laughs> I think you're going to be But that's the thing. Yeah. is like you know the medium right yeah. off the bat. Then but now it, everyone has but it's to like, no, them. you're catching up to me now. Right. Like, watching news anchors, like, big news, like ABC, CBS, you know, yeah. all yeah. The, the network news channels – Try to do these at home, and then the it's funny to me to watch the little anchors like try to assemble. It's like I'm gonna make a backdrop. Did you get yeah, your yeah, proper yeah, books yeah. for the shelf? You're supposed to have the, the certain books you're supposed to have. On oh, the yeah, shelf. I've got we've my books, these, but do you have the right books, Tam? <laughs> this shelf has been an ever changing amalgamation of of Still, treats. Yeah. So yeah. we got a whole yeah, bef- like the brewery up there. Yeah. Have you guys been watching Conan O'Brien at all? Lego brewery. Yeah, a little bit. Dude, yeah. It, him and uh, Largo in Los Angeles. Yeah. So, oh, Largo. Yeah. So well, good. Conan He's was kind of smart because he started switching his show up a couple of years <laughs> exactly. ago. Conan O'Brien uh, and being like, "No, I'm going to do the podcast thing, and that's going to be." That seemed to me like that was where his focus was, <clears throat> the way he handled it. And he's like, yeah, I got the TBS show. but So, you know, we, we pitched something to Conan recently. We had mm. this idea of, um, so, you know, when, when Steve decided to come down here and do this adventure of doing comedy writing for, for pay for brands mm. and then doing shows at night, I was talking with another friend of ours, Rich Apple. He's a comedian up in New York. And I was like, it'd be kind of funny if because Steve and I go down, what if... What if, like, a whole bunch of our crew just came down to Chattanooga? What if, like, nine New York City grinding comics came down to Chattanooga and just plugged ourselves into not, you know, not not try to take over the comedy scene, but like, I mean, you would, but I personally, as sort of an outsider looking in, I think that's what it needs. And so, having that plus watching nine people try to Mm. reevaluate and calibrate their lives, because it's really what people are going to have to be doing. People are going to be making a lot of decisions about where they live. Uh, A whole bunch of my friends from different age groups have moved in with their parents, and it's it's not working. Yeah. So they're going to have to move someplace else. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to be New York City or LA or Chicago. So it might be the Philadelphias and the Chattanoogas and the places that may not have been the, the, the fulcrums of the art movements provide really a sustainable life for people who no longer have to be yeah. in a city to work. Yeah. So we've been pitching this idea. It was originally called you know, uh, Comedy Refugees, right? And um, 
we pitched it to the Conan folks, and you know we got some feedback, but they we're still, hated it. They did not. Conan they did O'Brien not himself so said. Conan O'Brien threatened to quit comedy when he read it because he said <laughs> this is makes him realize that everything he's done is not connected with. So these guys are fans of mine. <laughs> but we we uh, we we were pitching around, and we we asked a friend of ours who works with Conan for some advice on the pitch. And we were like, pretty much like, who in the marketplace would be interested in the show? And mm. it's like, could you maybe bring it here because we're interested in trying to find vehicles for unknown standups? And but in the time that we actually started having that conversation with them, and and then what's happened now, like, the world has changed radically again and again and again. Mm. The Black Lives Matter uh, movement wasn't really in the forefront of people's heads that, when we first started pitching this thing. So it's changed it was a lot of definitely things. Definitely not in the forefront of like the media landscape. Right. Yeah. I think that a lot of people were probably actually discussing what was going on. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. I mean, especially the two months that we were talking about that, there was a lot of just stuff that was, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to like nitpick or anything. No, it's but there's like, there is a lot of, uh, like, it's funny. My friend Mike and I were talking in New York about like how fucked up the cops were being recently. Yeah. Right before yeah. Eric Garner. Like, it was just like a lot of stuff was. Seem to be happening, especially with how the police were because of COVID, where it's like, the, and then on top of that, uh, my girlfriend's place had this, she lived next to a police station, and we would hear screaming every night that, like, uh, was coming from the police. And it, we realized that it was coming from the cells. And, like, it was people being like, let me out during the middle of COVID. And we called 911 and, like, uh, there was actually someone you're who, just calling next door. Exactly. But you, you actually have to call three one one and they call nine. You won't keep it down. And it turned out this person needed their insulin and was like, it was like, it's oh, fucked. Wow. It's so for whatever out. reason, these stories kind of pushed our <laughs> narrative out of the way, but we're still interested in like, you know, coming. I think there's a lot of really talented people who will find themselves there's already talented people here, mm-hmm. obviously, but like it'll be really interesting to watch the migration of talent around the country, mm-hmm. and they're going to find themselves in cities like Chattanooga. I mean, no, I agree, and you're seeing that on a lot of different levels. I was thinking about this the other day with like, uh, well, I think it's Twitter, Squarespace, and then there was another tech company that was like, "Nah, we're just going to let people work at home." And definitely, we've seen yeah, that we yeah. don't need to pay for some big giant office in mm-hmm. Silicon I mean, Valley. Yeah, it, no it would be wonderful if they gave all the midtown real estate to homeless people, but that's just not that's not going to happen in capitalism. But I don't think capitalism is going to be around well, all that much longer. It's, it's interesting to me empty. though. Is Excuse if, me, if they're going to allow the hotels that are empty right now, oh, yeah. would be great too. Yeah, yeah. except it, the boat. We got to keep that for us. Yeah. If for they're going to allow. You know, if you work at Twitter, like whichever, I mean, you're getting paid well. You First live of all, if, if you work at Twitter, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fuck Twitter. I'm with yeah. you. I mean, I but, use it, but seriously, that they. I don't. Well, you know yeah. what? I take that back. I take it back a little bit because it's very late, but at least they did step up with some yeah. some yeah. some cautions on on the types of information that's distributed yeah. on that platform. But very little and very late. But, and also, yeah. but Facebook's they, done nothing. So fuck yeah. Facebook. They actually. allow a lot of user access to what gets posted. You know what I mean? mean like, what do you mean? That uh, I mean, obviously they limit the fascist content and mm-hmm. shit like that, mm-hmm. or the threats. But that's a good parameter. I would think that's a fair parameter. And the fact that they don't divide people's interests too much, like you know, yeah, I just it, to, to give. Um, it's a little ridiculous to give this guy. I remember talking about the the platform he has to to distribute that kind of hate. It's for profit. For profit. About, talking about, talking about Trump. Donald Trump. Yeah. Uh, it's, is because it, it's newsworthy because it, he's the is president. It for profit or is it for recording history? Because like that, I think 
long term what a lot of the Twitter founders. Uh, and is not the end justifying the means, though? <clears throat> but I don't think a lot of social media developers look at themselves as responsible. It's like it's like people who paved the streets yeah. feeling responsible for someone who gets murdered in the streets. Like, man, I paved that street and now. Now somebody got stabbed on it. Exactly. Yeah. It's like if only I hadn't paid that paved that street. Now they're getting stabbed in the dirt. It's like what is what's yeah. the uh, when a person with 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 that many millions of followers who who's I don't know. It's a very it's uncharted territory. It's, it, it is, and so I because he's really, not an, he doesn't work for this for the good of this country. He's an, a foreign asset, most likely. Yeah, I mean he's a foreign asset, and that he's only for himself. He's an asset not of this earth. Yeah. He's an alien. It's alien right. technology. That's right. It's just a, Are we still cool? Yeah, we're good. <laughs> do I need to go get another apartment now? Uh, yeah, you do, actually. Oh, my goodness. Just so I can have the boat to myself. You can still come Why do you need two home. bedrooms all to yourself? Ah, for reasons. What reasons? <laughs> reasons unknown. What reasons? Penis reasons. Killer songs? Killer songs? Yeah, I like the Killers. Yeah, it's a good song. Yeah, that's pretty good. Samstown, underrated album, in my opinion. Yeah, that was. Good one. Both their first two albums were really good. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. really solid albums. That, what's that other one called? The Are We Human? Oh, yeah, fuck that album. Dancers. I don't like that album. Is it Denser? Yeah. It's Denser. Are we well, Denser? To be Tiny fair, Daniel Dunces. Flowers is a very fascinating uh, lyricist. He's the main guy. Mm. The you, know, you know that song on Samstown? It's like, there was an open chair. Mm -hmm. He sat down there in the open <laughs> chair. Like, what the fuck kind of <laughs> lyrics is that? He kind of looks like Kirby from Monkey Town. Really? <laughs> yeah. What's, what's Monkey Town? Monkey Town it's is, in my opinion, the maybe the best brewery in the area, oh. but they're 30 minutes up the road in Dayton, Tennessee, which is where the Scopes Monkey Trial yeah. took place. I laughed So it's called Monkey Town. <laughs> <laughs> well, they call it Monkey Town, so he's got a brewery called Monkey Town Brewing. And, uh, oh, he looks like Kirby from Monkey Town. I yeah, was like, I don't yeah. know what any of that means. Because so. first I picture Kirby, like Kirby the Nintendo yeah. character. And then <laughs> I, I had some Monkey beers Town. from Monkey Town I was going to share, and then I got drunk and ended up drinking. You're drunk right now? Yeah. How come I seem to get drunk when I do like wine tastings and beer tastings? You're not drinking that much. Why do you? Why does it seem because like you are, and it is a uh, the ABV of it. It just adds up. Oh, what, what's, what are you doing over there? I was grabbing another, was grabbing another IPA yeah. haze. Oh Can goodness. I offer a hazy IPA? Does anyone need another one? I'm good. Let's talk. Ah. Tell us about this uh, stout here, Jared. Oh, this, um, this is from Big River, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I work at Big River. Oh. So I'm able to get some beers in there. There's another growler in the fridge, a smaller one, actually, if you guys are interested. Uh, and fuck it. Let's go for it. Yeah, let's try that. Yeah. I got them both. I mean, I, I can't yeah, drink the, them myself. Yeah. You can't what? I can't drink them myself. Why? Oh. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. So uh, oh, this is actually a growler from Monkey Town. It's a 16-ounce growler, so it's like a... What's a growler? A growler is a to-go beer. Jug. Usually comes in... A to-go yeah, beer. Yeah, it comes in jug form, uh, 64 ounces. Wait, Steve, did you know what a growler was? Yeah, I did. Did I, you really, uh, friend? Rachel, a uh, friend of mine's uh, dad makes growlers. Rachel the singer? Yeah. Makes growlers? Oh, she's fantastic. They're so Rachel's fantastic. dad makes growlers? Uh, yeah, you should yeah. talk about... Like what, well, custom maybe. growlers? Yes. So, it's, wait, it's, so a, a growler dad. means like a, a beer for one person to go? Like uh, a can this, of beer? It's just a jug a, of beer. This is a 16-ounce yeah. growler. Can I open this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the beer in there is very strong, by the way. Uh, yeah. It's probably like... I've never seen a bottle like this. Uh, it's like, beer. I think it's probably like closer to 13%. Oh, Jesus. Uh, that's a, that's probably good. 
if you're not a if no. you're not a drinker. It's way lighter in color than I anticipated. This is a tequila barrel aged Belgian golden ale. Okay. Let's see if okay. you want to try this here. Um, I've got enough for now, but I'm. Okay. Oh yeah, I'm, 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 <laughs> have some of this. A, cheers. Hey, old Chicago. Hey, look at that. That's cool. America's yeah, old old Chicago is actually owned by the same company as Big River. Is now is old Chicago from Chicago? Because I've never fucking heard of them. No. <laughs> Are they from the boys? Are they from the south from side? The, yeah, side? no, I don't, I don't know. What's well, good, yo? I'm gonna be honest. Bless I don't you. know. Yeah, they fucking. Uh, Wait, what do you do for uh, what do you do for the company? Company? So, uh, for the comp, uh, I've done a lot of things. Uh, if you, I don't like to talk. about Wait, my did business. this say fucking old? What is this? What? Sorry, a Monkey Town. That's, oh, that's Monkey, Monkey Town. Town. Yeah, that's, that's where is, I got the yeah. growler from. Is Monkey I Town. So uh, I, uh, I've been with the company for about ten years now. Uh, I started as a server in Gordon Biersch in Northern Virginia. And then I transferred out here and started working at Big River Downtown. I worked there for a few years, and then I got a job at the corporate office, which used to be on Main Street, and I was making training materials and stuff. And then I got promoted. This all happened in the time, like, since I met Tanner. Gotcha. Uh, so do you think, I, do you think I was Tanner's the, the reason all this happened? I have no idea. But this I'll, was this is fucking great. This is what, what I was this hoping is good, for. Right? This is like a Pilsner. What is this? This is a Belgian Golden. This is awesome. Yeah. Like, see, this is great. very high alcohol content. It is. It is. So just watch yourself. But it is. It is very good. Well, you tell me to watch myself. That's fine. No, oh, that's there it goes. There he is. I've lost. I it. always like to. I always like to give people a warning, especially when something's like a dangerous like this. With thirteen percent. Yeah, alcohol. I I think maybe maybe less. What's but, one? Uh, it's what's one? Like twelve to fourteen. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, maybe less than thirteen. Maybe more like and maybe whisk, closer to ten. Whiskey's around way. thirty-five to forty. Alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. So that day that we had the uh, unfortunate incident, that was a uh, whiskey, right? The 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 time when you want to talk about it, you want to mm-hmm. discuss what happened. I got pretty. We sick. Could, we could actually ask these guys. What, what their opinion is. Oh, well, when I found out my dad was oh, dying yeah, yeah, and I had yeah, yeah. whiskey. Which one? Totally. That's Which, what, what do you think we're talking about? I was thinking about the, the argument we had uh, after those two bottles of red and white wine. The argument about, oh, no. Which was yeah. Don't bring that up. Yeah, I think wait, that, about the people who are involved? Yeah, you uh, can't do that. Yeah, yeah. I think that's <laughs> yeah wait, wait, which thing? <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. No, the no, other thing. I think talking about your dad, like that whole night, that was definitely... No, but... We started some, drinking whiskey at like... <laughs> oh, yeah, in the middle of the day, because yeah. with mixed with sweet tea. Like yeah. you did... Oh, We just went tea. out... We were on we a were, shoot for a We were a hanging out... Uh, Is yeah. that a New York thing, too? Can, they can do you, sweet tea in New York? Can you cut that last part? Just, well, we didn't just, say anything. No, I know, but like, uh, just this... I'll start right... I don't know. But like, sure. I guess it's going to Wait, can you cut? Yeah. Or it's just going to be on here, and we're going to be like... But starting right now, we can tell you. We're just on a river... <laughs> uh, drinking a lot of whiskey around like 3 p.m. Uh, and then, yeah, it would just, we had a, like a whole bottle of whiskey and we drank that whole thing. And then we got back and we had another bottle. And we're like, oh. What, what, what can we do? Went in yeah. Rome. Yeah. You know, went in Chattanooga, drank whiskey. <laughs> that, was, that was here? Yeah. yeah. Was like oh, okay. So that wasn't. Okay. But then I got very sick. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds, yeah, bottle each. And then I uh, fell asleep in the shower and Steve told me that you can die oh, that way. Oh, yeah, you can die that way. What? You can die really? passed out in the shower. I guess it's if a you standing get shower, like by drowning. It, well, you get it, a standing shower. The main thing is that if you, you I, die from standing, I'm pretty sure if you uh, if your body remains submerged underwater, it affects blood flow and create can create clots mm. in your leg or your you know because of temperature regulation and all mm. that shit. I have felt pretty clotty since then, actually. 
Yeah, you're clotting. You're looking a little crazy. clotty. Do I, I look clotty? I wasn't going to say anything. I thought you said I looked all right for 50. <laughs> so I fell asleep on the floor of the standing shower, which I don't think you can drown in. I've tried. <laughs> yeah, I tried to kill myself in a standing shower. And, uh, yeah, but now everything's okay. Yeah. We're good. We're all healthy. Well, how about that? Well, something uh, <laughs> I was going to ask earlier, and then we got sidetracked, was... Uh, yeah, how, how's Chattanooga treating you? What, what's some, stand, to, what's some standout? To, oh, chat smoke on Martin Luther King, and uh, I don't know. Next to proof, which is also fantastic. Proof and yeah. chat smoke right next to each yeah. other. On very okay. both good places. Holy yeah. shit! It the drink. Here's what I would love to do, or I think this is a great evening. Mm. You uh, go to proof, get some drinks, maybe an appetizer, maybe even an entree, and then you next door you. Put a pickup order in for some barbecue over at Chad Smoke, mm-hmm. and you get some fucking. That's the plan. You know, then port- you take that shit home. They give you extra barbecue sauce. Yeah. Then whenever you get shit throughout the week, like uh, chicken or French Cafe fries, right yeah. next door, yeah, 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 yeah. put that in the barbecue sauce. Chad mm-hmm. Smoke is one of the best barbecue restaurants I've ever been to, and that Arthur Bryant's in Kansas City is like my understanding yeah. of it. We've got some good barbecue here. Yeah. yeah. All Do you, of, like, what's the place types? you recommend? Uh, I've not tried Chad Smoke. But I don't know. I'm agnostic on it. I've not tried them. Um, <laughs> I like Nuka Q, but the one in Hickson. Okay, we I don't prefer, have a car, so. Or the one on uh, Amnicola. I prefer those. Um, also, Naked River Brewing has good barbecue, but oh, yeah? it's more of a Texas style, I believe, mm. what it is. And so it's a little drier. Maybe Memphis style, but I think it's Texas style. But... Yeah, it's a little drier, plus good beer, good atmosphere down there. We've had Pickle Barrel a lot for brewers. Yeah. Oh, you have. Pick, I've always gone to the Especially in the comedy mm-hmm. scene here. Oh, yeah? Oh, like, okay. Like, I'll, I'll try to give you a lowdown of, like, loosely what the comedy scene normally is, is you had, uh, Ethan had an open mic at Barley. Mm-hmm. That was pretty solid. That was on Thursday nights. And then on Wednesday nights, there, uh, Dave and Ryan had an open mic. Oh, Ryan Darling. Yeah, yeah at uh, JJ's. And then Comedy Catch has their stuff going on, but I don't know. I don't personally really like the stuff at the Comedy Catch just because I feel like they censor you a little bit. And it's like... I, I heard some uh, things that they haven't done that to us too. They've been pretty nice to us. Yeah. I mean, at least Bridget has. She's gotten us up yeah. at the open mics. What do they yeah, censor yeah. you about? I don't know. I just... Uh, there's some words I don't think you're allowed to say there. And I don't like that. Like... Like retard? That, that or so actually, cunt they, they encourage that word, which really? I thought yeah. was inappropriate. You can't say cunt. Yeah, from what I've heard, you're not allowed to say uh, cunt. And to me, that's so, part of the art form. Like, sure, some was, people may not like the word cunt, but so, that's the art form is figuring out a way to tell the joke that's got that, and it doesn't piss people off if well, that's what is p- pissing I, I people off. I just got this this like I got a bit. It's, it's not no more than seven minutes, but it's about <laughs> retard cunt. And I'm just, I'm hosting it to catch next week. I don't want to make sure. Well, no, I'm curious how that goes. Yeah, uh, me too. What's the deal with retard cunt? And it may be different. They may have rolled some of this shit back. Uh, I think now they just COVID. say, I think they just say cunt autistic. They don't autistic. say retard. Cunt, hang on. Well, you know, it's, you know. 7,000 so, people, you said? So Bridget, <laughs> yeah. Bridget, Bridget's been great. They know about, what they're getting into. Bridget's though. been great about getting us on the, on the open mic. But, you know, we wrote uh, to the guys at, uh, I wrote to the guys at Comedy Catch. Saying, hey, I'm here from New York with another comic, and uh, we're here for like you know six or eight weeks, and we would love just a few minutes, sometime, any time, any any time. 
and they said there were yeah. no guest spots available. So yeah. damn. not you know not a not a wonderful warm yeah. hug into yeah. the city. Yo, no, but, that, that's but why it's like I hate that you all are here right now because JJ, yeah, like JJ's I said, you've got JJ's on Wednesdays, Barley on Thursdays, uh, Fridays. You've got normal uh, like Friday and Saturday and Sunday. There are normal shows at the catch, and they mm-hmm. get locals as openers, and they've got open mics and stuff like that. And then I think Tuesdays. It may be Mondays, but at the Honest Pint. So just like overall, like, and the, no, it was Mondays at the Honest Pint and then Tuesdays at Pax Brew Room. So okay. every night there throughout the week, there's a place to go. Well, yeah. And they're all good. Like, they're well, all good rooms. And now there's nothing but the catch. Well, right. so it's like, as far as clubs. To, uh, right. Exile? Off on Main Street. Main Street? Yeah, like Exile. So we've been, yeah. It's off Main Street. So Exile off Main Street. Yeah, the, yeah it's sorry, off. It's very, yeah. very clever. Yeah, I like Exile. It's quite a, a bit. fun bar. It's very yeah. so we're gonna be doing a show there in probably four or five weeks. Is that a thing? Well, we oh, we were going <laughs> that to do was that, supposed but to be then secret. <laughs> until you no, no, it. we uh, but actually, honestly, when is this gonna come out? Uh, today's Wednesday, probably next Monday or Tuesday. Well, Bridget and I went there and we had a chat with the owners yeah. there, and they're super cool. They're super right people. You know, yeah, yeah, and we're talking about maybe whether it's that location or other locations. The, the idea of just trying to, you know. Um, every every community needs to rebuild after this, and they do. And, and if I if listen, I'm not from here. I'm a carpetbagger. Yeah. But like if I if I'm here and I'm available, I would love to be someone that helps comedy if, you know, uh, do stuff here. Let's talk after the show because I've got a location where I was toying with something. Mm-hmm. You can talk right now. Um, <laughs> well, we can do it later. No, then yeah, no, let's do it after. Oh. Like, yeah, I don't, don't want to like we'll throw them off. Pump anything. Do a fake place now. But uh, yeah, after I've got a location, he's good to go on it. I've just been a little. I'm not a comedian, so it's like I don't necessarily know how to run a mic. Mm-hmm. But my plan would be, yeah, I'll open it up, introduce it, and maybe do a little beer spiel for a minute, and then hand it off. Well, you know, yeah, I, um, think that, I think it's a good plan. I was going to yeah, say, the and same it's outdoors, thing. and it's yeah. outdoors. Well, you know, in New York, um, I co-ran a um, a show, mm. which were, you know it was a thing called Team Comedy. I ran it with this guy Tom Luciano and and uh, Jason Choi. We had a bunch of great comics who would come in every Saturday night. We we built it to be a standing room only kind of room before COVID, and that was every Saturday night in the East Village. Yeah. And Steve at the same venue was running a, an open mic and a show on Sunday nights, and so you know I miss that community. But like it's really hard to run a show in New York. It's hard to run a show anywhere. I'm sure every place has its own unique challenges. But New York City is really tough because even once you finally do get the location, you're competing against so many other things yeah. that vie for a tourist or a local's attention. From the M and M store and mm-hmm. to every single type of restaurant to Broadway shows and so, you know, I was able to learn a lot and I know Steve knows a lot and he taught me a lot too. So, if if being down here, if I can contribute to anything in the comedy community, yeah. I mean, and I have stuff to learn too. I've never, mm. you know, I'm I've only really been a New York comic. I only started comedy about four years ago and it's been mm. mostly in New York. So I don't know what. South is really like, although so far everyone's been really cool to us. Yeah, and I was told Ch- as a, is a rad place. Yeah, and I was yeah. told, you know, by people in New York that as a gay Jewish guy, I wasn't going to connect with people down here. But so far <laughs> that hasn't been the case. But then again, I'm doing it in Chattanooga, so I don't I don't know what it's like to yeah to play. F- I've never had people with guns in the audience or anything yet. You know? Yeah, so, <laughs> that you know of. Yeah, I was going to say I know it of, might just yeah. be concealed. No, I, th- I thought like, the whole idea of having a gun in the South is to not conceal it. I thought that was the whole that, that's glamour. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. But to well, circle circle back to a discussion at the start of this, uh, you asked about uh, like the general vibe of the Chattanooga comedy scene. Yeah. Like, 
do locals not come out and things like that? Yeah. That is an issue. Like the comedy catch does pretty well, but they're attached to the choo choo, a hotel. Mm-hmm. So they get people in and out of there that just like, oh, there's a comedy show. Sure. Mm-hmm. I've sort of heard of that guy. You but know? where's the real voice of Chattanooga on the stage here? Uh, I prefer JJ's or Barley. Mm-hmm. Barley uh, is just, I think, a better venue. And I like their bars or their beer selection down there. They've got more taps than everybody. And it's just a cool vibe. Yeah, I like barley better. Yeah, they've got a good porch for people to hang out on. But Pax Brew Room's got a good situation. And that was a room that Donnie got started up right, like maybe three months before COVID hit. He got this room started up. And it's nice because there's like an actual like sort of side stage area, like a staging area. Mm-hmm. for comics to hang out in that's away from the crowd mm-hmm. so they can then get on stage where the other places don't really have that. Mm-hmm. They're like in the crowd and then get called up. Mm-hmm. I imagine that's better as a performer to kind of have your little space to chill out for a couple minutes before you go mm-hmm. up. But um, I'd really, Pax Brew Room was really growing on me mm-hmm. up until. And how much were these shows for people to attend? Free. That's great. And I liked, also I liked Pax because the way the space is laid out in there, it's just a, a beer tap room. That's all it is. But the way the space is laid out, I felt like it was better for, for just normies that mm-hmm. were strolling through to be like, what's going on back here? Mm-hmm. And then I, I just overall felt like Pax Brew Room had a better just citizen crowd. Mm-hmm. And it well, wasn't you know, just, just comics. A, JJ's yeah. is a comics mic. It's really hard like, to know because it's COVID season. Yeah. <laughs> forever yeah. now. <laughs> But, you know, as a guy that was trying to find, like, I'm a guy who's interested in comedy and performing mm-hmm. and watching it. And um, I don't see a lot of remnants on the internet of, like, pre-COVID comedy in Chattanooga. Like, I don't see a lot of posters or maybe because, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure it existed. But I've also seen how some of the shows that, you know, that we've been aware of have been marketed. And it's, um, again, I think the reason the marketing is a little more sophisticated in New York is because you're competing with more things. So yeah. you have to stand yeah. out in some kind of way, whether it be how the show is packaged the concept of the show, the name mm. of the show, how the show looks and feels, and what's the vibe of the show. Like Steve ran a show uh, at a place called Old Man Hustle, and it had a very unique vibe, and you kind of it built a following. People were going to kind of get but, not just the show, but like the vibe of the whole evening. I was lucky enough to just be given that, where it was like it was a shithole mic. Mm. No disrespect to Old Man. It's a great venue. They just opened up a new one in Brooklyn. Like, it's sick. But I feel like that mic was philosophically built on the same things that JJ's or any of these other places that you're talking about. It's comics first. Like, mm-hmm. uh, the way I ran this mic was if you're a comedian that I've, like I had spent five years in the open mic scene before, uh, starting this thing. And the guy who gave it to me was a dude who had just gotten something at the grizzly pair that he was like able to run. And once you get into the grizzly pair, you can do the lantern and, this whole like West Village outfit and okay. start to work up on that. So here I am at Old Man Hustle. It's this tiny little bar. It's literally enough space for a bar and a hallway to the bathroom. And then right next to the bathroom, there's a stage. <laughs> uh, it's fucking, it's awesome. But so I ran the Sunday night mic there and it, uh, I got it from Sean Marin who went up to the Grizzly Pair. And I would run it and we'd get like maybe 15 to 20 comics that was a good night and 15 to 20 would show up and then maybe like seven Mm. would be in the room and it was just like you work it but every night you'd get like two to five people who were just tourists or drinkers or regulars or whatever the fuck and you perform to them Mm. and like 
when I would run into a comedian that I knew from the scene who I'd seen over the last five years and known was good, I'd be like, yo, just go up. It doesn't matter that you didn't sign up. Just go up and recharge these two to five people because I know you'll give them mm -hmm. uh, their due. And then once it kind of got out that I was giving away upgraded spots, <laughs> everybody in their fucking, I mean, not everybody, but a lot of people would come in and be like, hey, could I... Can I get on now? And I'm like, well, you, you're a hack, so no. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's crazy to think that like in New York City, including the outer boroughs, so Manhattan, Queens, Brooklyn, mm. Staten Island, there's about 5,000 grinding comics. So when... Yeah, we you know, definitely don't have that pool. It became this thing where suddenly the mic was... The bartenders there told me it was the most popular. Like, they were running shows mm. every night. And I'm looked at as, like, the kid who hosts the open mic. Mm. And slowly I was being able to get, like, shows there a little bit more. Uh, and then eventually I stopped hosting the mic and I started just hosting the shows. And that's where I was at. And then I started to get a couple shows on Village Lantern. Mm. It's like moving my way a little bit up the ladder. And then it's like, oh, no more. Like I had two shows scheduled at the Lantern uh, the week that everything shut down. Like I was, I was fucking, I was right there, man. And I had been hosting that open mic that started in 2018. And now it's 2020. So it's like nearly yeah. two years of my yeah. life at this bar that I really do enjoy. And I love the camaraderie. That's, that's like those. Ethan. He started that open mic at Barley. Mm -hmm. uh, it would be two years ago this August, I believe. Yo, and when you so maybe like three. That, like, there, there's this like aspect to like when you build something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A lot of it has to do with the marketing. But that's my point is that it's, it's so much Well, there has to be a real product behind the marketing. Yeah, and that the first thing first with any show is comics like mm. the best comedian you can possibly get. Well, mm. you know, we, it's funny because we both do a little bit of advertising too. And there's an old mm. saying in advertising that nothing kills a shitty product better. Nothing kills a shitty product faster than good advertising. So if you have good marketing and you have a shitty show, that show is going to be over pretty soon. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's, it's interesting. I mean, Steve's talking about the law. I mean, on the one hand, it's easy to be like, oh, boo-hoo, your comedy thing isn't working. Look what's going on in the world. But on the other hand, if that's what you've devoted yourself to, and there's people who really devote themselves to, to it as a practice oh, yeah. of art, of like really working to write and cultivate and work every day, not just doing it as a hobby, but doing it as a, as a form of real connection. But it, mm. it's so the last week that we were there, though, that we were like uh, in Old Man Hustle, we went right up until it was like, okay, we're literally shutting the city down. So. <laughs> yeah. Which, in retrospect, you know, who knows? Maybe I gave. Some people who died their last laughs who would have been out there yeah. anyway. I don't know. Or last heckles. I'm really, yeah, some yeah. of those fuckers. But it, it was just like, it. Uh, the New York Times came to one of our last shows and photographed the whole thing. Uh, and I wasn't in it. Thank God. That would have been murder for my <laughs> well, career. <yeah. laughs> he was out during COVID. No. Yeah, like, he's out promoting shows. Uh, but he just talks about. Yeah. What? <laughs> well, I okay. just, I want to yeah, yeah, I finish this Sorry. aspect of it. It's just a. Uh, that when it got shut down, it did feel like we were saying goodbye to it. Those last mm -hmm. two or three days of doing shows, because it was every night, and it was this thing that like, I got once a week. Mm -hmm. I got this little, like you work so hard in New mm -hmm. York to just get a little piece of real estate. Yeah. Where I get to host a mic in this little bar, mm -hmm. yeah. after five years, it's like, okay, I, can, I own this hour. Mm -hmm. I own these two hours, where it's like I can go up and work on whatever. And I built that to every single night at this little tiny yeah. bar. And it was like those last two or three shows, it felt like that was the most human shit I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It was incredible. And it, it, once it was gone, it was like, okay, 
no more. Because mm. in the history of stand-up comedy, no one has ever asked the question, when do you think the government will let us do stand-up comedy? <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's never, it's yeah. never been a thing. And I'm not saying it's not justified now. Like, all the shows that we've done have been socially distanced, and they've mm. been, like... They've been indoors, which I'm not thrilled about, but it's Some, when yeah. you when you get out there and it's like five people in a sea of like a bunch of I mean, that's the other reason we came down here. We knew that there would be the real estate here is just a different market. The margins are much thinner in New York mm. City. So for mm-hmm. an establishment to operate at fifty percent capacity in New York, that means you're out of business. Yeah. I don't know what the economics of Chattanooga are, but I saw like let's talk about the comedy catch. Physically, very large physical space. And if when you, you have seven people in there yeah, in the yeah, audience. Or even if it's, it's fifteen like, people, you still have plenty of space. Yeah. Steve was talking about the loss that he suffered, and you know, right? I I've been doing this f- almost every single night for just about four years. September will be four years, mm. and I've devoted my these last four years to it almost completely. And um, right before this happened, I was supposed to swap apartments with a, a comic from Berlin, Shahak Shapira, and he was going to take my place in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. I was going to take his in Berlin, and I was going to do his shows. He was going to do mine. And by a crazy situation, the New York Times was actually going to be profiling us both. And they took our photographs, and they had two reporters, one in each city. And this whole thing was like, oh, wow, this will somehow kind of legitimize me as a comic. And that's all kind of gone away. Yeah. But it's been this kind of weird, um, I've been drinking a little bit, like spiritual journey. Because like Steve Steve and I came down here, and one of the very first nights here, he brought me to this place called The Office, where he's been doing music and comedy Mm -hmm. at these at these mics at uh, connected to a Days in Motel. It's di- so funny to me that you all are going to the office. That's well, it's right near where we. It's right across the street from yeah, where we live. Yeah, Stanhope's place. And, and yeah, and it was. Yeah, the, it is. Yeah, and it was the night before I was turning fifty, and I, I, you know, Steve encouraged me to go up and do some stuff, and it was well received, and it just is interesting. You know, I've I've been struggling to get like uh, validation through credits and being mm. on certain shows or being. Which, you know, to be fair, I tell him is bullshit. It is. A lot. No, he does. I, yeah. I, I, we're very opposite schools of thought. In yeah. Terms no, no. Of I, I would. I wouldn't even say that. I. I understand. I agree with you. I yeah. get it. I'm not. I'm not. But I'm you not don't pre- approach it the same way that I do. <sighs> I don't think I have the kind of time that you have, Steve. And that's. I'm a 50 year old man. I mean, who life. starts comedy at 47? It's a ludicrous thing to even. No one should do it. Especially yeah. now. Well, I would say the same thing about starting it at 17, like I did, like doing it every night, essentially. For I, I seven think years comedy, like, and again, I'm speaking a little out of school, but I think the earlier you start, the better. There, we've got no, a kid here. It's uh, a kid's little brother. Comedy, he's 14. But dude, look at me in the eyes. I'm broken as a human being. Oh, you know yeah. What I mean? like, Aren't they all? I, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's why like, I hang out with them. I know broken. Yeah, no, no, yeah. Yeah. So sure. so he yeah. tells me, I mean, he, but like I, I got broken through this mm-hmm. process, which is like I probably would have already been. You know, there's this. Bullshit organization in New York City. They used to be. It's called Laughing Buddha. It's a it's a mm. piece of it, it's whatever it is, and it's a it's a company run by a former comic who um, you know charges an exorbitant amount of money to be on these mics, and it's kind of and he does, he's kind of an absentee landlord, the guy who runs it, yeah, uh, because he creates the system that is very easy for comics to be a part of, but it doesn't require a lot of uh, sacrifice. It's like yeah. these cor- it's a corporately owned mic system. And, you know, ironically, I was with Steve freelancing in L.A. when I found out that I got banned from this organization for some ridiculous infraction of their weird rules. Like I didn't show them. What? Whip your dick out. No, I didn't even (laughs) whip my dick out. It doesn't even matter. It really doesn't matter what it was. But I was so distraught. Yeah, I think he he wrote me an email saying that I, I had been complaining offstage that it was exploitative, that it was just too much money. Mm -hmm. Um, And it, and it keeps people who, 
It, so, limit, it limits the amount of voices in the art form because the only people who can afford to be in it can be in it. Mm. And once you hit a threshold of being seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven dollars to be on this mic, and then you're also charging an audience to watch that. Mm-hmm. So he's, he, on the fr- on weekend nights, he was charging an audience to watch, charging us to perform, dipping out of both of that just to run a website. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. The point was, yeah, yeah. I got banned from it, and I felt like I could no longer like I was so didn't even my perception of what the comedy world was was so myopic and it still is because I'm, I'm still growing. But when I got banned, Steve was like, no, you don't understand. Like, this is good for you. Like, you I've been yeah. banned a year beforehand. Like you, and this is a graduation ceremony for you. Mm-hmm. You think that you've lost your community. You've now gained, you're going to be forced to go into more challenging rooms. You're going to be forced to go into multiple rooms. Yeah. You're going to be tested as a comic in ways that you weren't in this room that was coddling you. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and similarly now, you know, uh, uh, I think that there's going to have to be people are going to be pushed outside their comfort zone, which could destroy you emotionally and artistically, or it can raise you up. Which so, is why when you say that New York is finished, mm-hmm. it's the same way that you were like, I don't know what I'm going to do with comedy now. That Laughing Buddha's gone. It's like, yo, dude, the comedy is there. Comedy is just what it is. But yeah, the, you're kind of saying the same thing though. Yeah. It's like. In your eyes, New York's not finished because something's going to rise out of those ashes. Something will always rise but out of the ashes. Within what? that, you have to adapt to survive. So you've got to look for something else to adapt. I'm and saying, you're looking I, for something I'm saying for the next York, couple of years. Right. Let's pretend. Yeah. I mean, my my view on the COVID yeah. thing is life is going to be this way for two to five years. That's what I'm kind of thinking. Okay. Like two years minimum. And that might yeah. not be true, but that's how I'm operating. Yeah. And now, uh, given that, if I'm down here. Not only do I save some money if I still am able to pull up some freelance yeah. work, but I can do 10-minute sets, 12-minute yeah. sets, 15-minute sets. In New York, I'm lucky to get... Steve would give me a generous amount of time, mm-hmm. maybe seven or eight minutes, and that's hard to get in New yeah. York City, at my yeah. level at least. And I was doing uh, about 30 minutes a night uh, because I would host two shows yeah. pretty much every single night. And if I wasn't hosting these shows, then I would get spots and I would do like 10 minutes. Mm. And Jeff was getting, we were like pretty cool. Like you were doing Gotham and which is like, it's interesting because Jeff is doing nicer venues, but I'm getting like (laughs) a little bit more time at, Mm -hmm. at the shittier ones. So I'm trying to do different things. I'm trying, I'm not, I'm certainly not an old comic, but I'm trying to explore real truths about my life and maybe other people's lives. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's, but the, I'm a four-year comic in New York City, so you go on these kind of new talent nights at the clubs, which are a little, not quite cruise shippy, but, and that's, you know. That's what, when I say that I'm broken, I don't mean it in the sense that, like, I'm a completely Oh, I know what person. you mean. <laughs> it's Dude, like, I'm, I'm a 15-year, I've been doing photography and video yeah. for 14, close to 15 years. Yeah. That entire career imploded just, in March yeah, for me. Yeah, and you're just like, okay. I had 100% of my gigs cancel from March through September. I just now started rebooking gigs, but my soonest gig I've got booked is the first week of October. And it is a, uh, it's a film festival. Have you paid rent? Do you have a PPP loan? uh, Yeah. I've got some of that shit going on. And then uh, I'm, uh, on the down, I've got some savings and then I'm I'm maybe doing a couple like under the table. Are you a drug mule? Tell me right now. No, nah, just been when just been doing some table, photos I mean, on the down low. Maybe I can neither confirm right nor deny. Yeah. I may have be doing some photos on the down low. Uh, I get you, uh, but just some small shit, some zoom like, in like, shit, yeah, like nude stuff. But but it is no, just some like boring <laughs> local shit. I wish it was some nude shit. That'd be fun. That's what, that's but, what you made it sorry, sound Steve, like. Yeah, I was like, no, really? no, it's nothing sketchy at all. It's just I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to end up getting myself into like a we'll, legal situation. We'll leave yeah. it at nude shit. Just yeah, because yeah, I'm just saying you do. Yeah, I got some government money coming, and uh, but I'm also doing. Some low key jobs. What it is. Yeah. yeah, some new yeah. stuff. Yeah. But 
that's not even important to me. Like I'm trying to make ends meet right now and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm making the ends meet, but I had an entire career yeah. that I built over 14 exactly. years. So I fucking get building something and it's like, it imploded. Yeah. And you're just, and like- no, there's like a couple people I've been able to reach out to and be like, yeah, man, we had uh, some balls rolling. Let's uh, figure out, you know, I know right. you wanted to shoot this video or whatever. But there's some clients that don't even exist anymore. They're exactly. Because they no yeah. they're out of business. So, now, and there are people before us who never had yeah. the chance to build anything because of yeah. their social situation mm-hmm. that this pandemic has yeah. kind of refocused people's attention on. So yeah. it, it, on the one hand, listen, everyone's misery is equal, yeah. I feel. Yeah. I mean, but... Um, yeah, I'm preaching to the choir. Like, I'm not and. You know, but you're, it's, you're but not, this is you're a not lot special of, because your thing. I'm not special yeah, because yeah, of mine. Exactly. It's like it's, what it's a shitty. But we all agree that I'm I'm special because of my. Yes, loss. Yeah. you were very sure special. Yes, absolutely. your loss is more be, important. I yeah. just want to make sure. So, about that. Yeah, but it, it it reminds me of like I'm very glad that I started <laughs> doing stand up when I was 17 because like I was around my parents. I was around mm. my my dad who was like a writer and he's a failed screenwriter. No, he's a he's a writer and like he he works in that agency, which is what I'm doing now and. He was like, look, don't rely on... Because I was so... I was doing stand-up in high school. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was stoked to have it. The, like, I could post my flyer and talk to mm-hmm. girls and shit and be like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm doing this show. You should... Like, that's how I got... That's how you met women? That's how I met my girlfriend, yeah. It was like... Uh, or my ex now. Jeez, if you guys want to get into that, Uh-oh. we're going to have to need a whole new <laughs> The podcast. one that you tell me about? And, and I tell you about several of them. There's a lot. Uh, yeah, but... It was this cool thing, and my dad kept being like, don't hit your wagon to just stand up. It is a means, not an end. Mm-hmm. And I would always be like, fuck you, dad. Like, I got, this is my thing. Like, I'm killing it right now. Yeah. And, like, I'm going to go move to New York and do all this shit. And then I moved to New York, and I was like, wow, this is hard. I should probably pick up a guitar and learn how to do. <laughs> He's backing, <laughs> He's backing like, up his comedy career with a pop star career. <laughs> well, no, but that's the point. It's like, I'm not trying to be a pop star, but I am trying to, like, okay, if I'm going to make movies, if I'm going to make a TV show, if I'm going to, like, make a piece of media or film, I should understand how music works. I should understand how timing works, dialogue, writing, all this stuff. Comedy and stand-up specifically is one fraction of one what, note. what it means yeah. to be an artist. And it, this going away is not, it's an opportunity to build on other things. Just like with photography, like that's a huge other portion of like, like a great movie (laughs) needs great photography and you're not going to like, yeah. Not that everything has to be a movie, but you know what I mean. Yeah, it's yeah. Just like, also, no, it is multimedia. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Also, we've got a, a fellow comedy friend. His name is Dan Pozzello, and he he said something uh, like, uh, you know, if you've decided to be a comic, or if you are a comic, you've already decided a long time ago to not be involved in certainty. You know, like if you, so, if if you are a comic, right. or if that's a part of your life, or part of the spectrum that you're going to perform upon then you're going to have to make friends with the idea of like, you don't know what tomorrow's going to be. So mm-hmm. all the pandemic really does is put that in sharper focus. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's like, to the point is like, if standup goes away, that's fine because standup was a meditation towards yeah. not being afraid of change, you know, and yeah. not being afraid of vulnerability and mm-hmm. all this stuff. So it's like when the actual thing goes away, that's for someone like me, it was really good because I'm like, okay, what, what do I need to change now to make sure I keep mm-hmm. the same positive chemistry in my brain. Yeah. And that's when you decided to room with me, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> that was my last resort <laughs> towards positive chemistry. Uh, but you know, it's it's uh, If I go to the if I go to the bathroom, you're not going to say anything about me, right? I will say once we, the second that this mic feed turns off. Oh, and the feed's off. <laughs> yeah, I'm screaming because uh cusses. 
Oh, don't do that. <laughs> cusses. A goddamn cuss. cussing thing. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, no, you can cuss on here. I yeah. can cuss? Yeah, you can definitely I think cuss. Have you really been, um, like, monitoring yeah. that no, this no. whole time? I no, okay. retard cunt. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, yeah. two minutes no. ago. I thought yeah, maybe wait. it slipped. <laughs> uh, no, you can definitely. I like how everyone... Thinks that everyone but it's already, thinks you're not allowed to cuss, but, it's, but oh, some yeah, people no, I, just I, wait it's a until after show. they've done it already, and they're like, "Wait." Well, it's no. also just like twenty-one just and up. Delete the cusses or bleep them. Like it's not. Live. I'm not doing that. Yeah. We were yeah. we were talking yeah, exactly. about this. too much time. We were talking about this. Was this last week about how sometimes bleeps are funnier? Yeah, exactly. they are. Yeah, they are sometimes funny. South yeah. Park is the master of bleeping. Love where they it. just like yeah. Yeah. bleep just enough of it so that it's yeah. legal to air. The uh, the Simpsons got me once. Will you hand me another one of these? And uh, yeah. it's because they had this real quick gag, and it was I don't know something was going on somewhere. Uh, I don't know. Homer was on on TV or something, and it was like the guy in the control room, and something happened, and he was like, "What the fudge?" But they bleeped out fudge, and you could definitely hear that it was just like at the end. They just like, had the bleep noise. Yeah, in there. yeah, I remember that. It was fantastic. <laughs> Simpsons, uh, very underrated show as of 2020. Really? Like the, mm. uh, the Apu documentary, which is what it is, valid on certain levels. I get it. What's definitely not the, uh, the thing that. Well, that's kind of yeah. one of the reasons I decided, you know, back to my cards here. Yeah. Is it's like we've often had the debate, we've had it on here for years. Are accents racist? And it's like none of the accents in here, no, it, impressions. It, it, Oh yeah, and accents. impressions yeah. and accent. It's the same thing. And it's like, well, okay. So here's here's where I. I and can, so that's why I've kind of put this on hold. Is I I love doing impressions and accents, but it's like. So the idea of Jim Crow, right? Mm-hmm. The the mm-hmm. rules. It's all based. You know, Jim Crow was a cartoonist, mm-hmm. yeah. and the caricatures he made of African Americans was heavily offensive and yeah. led to people's portrayal of black people in America. Mm-hmm. So the idea of voices or impressions or caricatures can be very, very dangerous. Yeah. It can be something that can be used as a weapon. Oh, for sure. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. Personally, I don't think The Simpsons had that intention, but at the mm. same time, it was one of the most popular shows in America for most of the 90s. So there's no one really holding them accountable for some of their jokes. Yeah. It's making a shit ton of money, and mm. everyone loves it. No yeah. one's going to fucking question, like, ah, Pooh's a little bit weird. It's weird mm. that they just keep relying on some of these jokes. It's a little, it's a little bit like... Mm. What was this? The Apu documentary? I, so, I haven't paid attention to The Simpsons of, since, like, episode 300 or so something. So I haven't seen it in a couple of years, but I, I'm pretty sure the notion is that, like, it's bullshit that network television will have white people impersonating Indians while not Indian, you know, as in the country, mm. uh, while not hiring them to do things and to be, like, writing the actual bits themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a bunch of white dudes voicing and writing this character who is Indian. And it might they might go to Harvard. They might know everything about Indian culture. Mm. But they're not... Inherent, so right, right. it's always going to be just kind of a little bit like, ah, really? Like, this. yeah. So I get that, especially I, after you're making enough money and you can hire on an extra person to do exactly. the voice. Yeah. But it's it's Hank Azara's character, and it's yeah. like, and since then, it's 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 so weird because it's like, okay, we're just trying to entertain people, right? That's all we're trying to do is we're just mm-hmm. trying to captivate individuals. So when they're like, yo, this is a little bit offensive to me, you kind of got to listen to that, you yeah. know, and, mm-hmm. and figure out. Why, you know, 
they feel that way mm-hmm. and, and learn from it and try to tiptoe around <laughs> their rules a little bit. <laughs> but, you know, it is still valid mm-hmm. that people get mad about that shit. And yeah, I just, I just don't know cartoon. where that line is. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the reasons I've, I've paused our fun flavor text game right. is... But I think that that's a big part of right now yeah. is like learning the line because yeah. it is literally the definition between... I think both sides are so uh, encompassing, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I met this guy who was like, I was a fucking conservative four years ago, and then I discovered memes, and now I'm a socialist. This dude <laughs> literally said that to me. And it was like, wow, that is a very malleable perception, you know, yeah. that you can move from... And it's great for me. Kind of sad, but... Yeah, exactly. But it, 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 on a certain, but, but, well, but it's okay. a young person. They were, you know, pretty, someone, they were pretty dank memes, It's though. someone who... Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> to be fair, it was as dank as it gets. But just the, uh, the idea that, like... You know, someone can grow into a new ideal is great. Mm. But the idea that you can't escape a doctrine once you accept the fact that you're a leftist or that you're a conservative or whatever. Oh, you mean identity politics? Yeah, exactly. Well, that's not what identity politics is. I think it's, I mean, it is. It, it really is. But it's also identity politics specifically says this person doesn't have a voice because they are this. Or they do have a voice that's louder because they're this. Part of a certain collective. Right. So I guess it is identity politics. Well, I think when you start connecting your, your, your identity to your worldview, you're in pretty dangerous territory. No? Well, that's the thing is my identity is someone who explores and questions. Mm-hmm. So my worldview is someone who is always questioning and always like exploring as a good person. But if we were always just being like, what the fuck is really going on? That would be a nightmare. You need to have some people with a little bit of You need to have some delusion? No, that sort of, uh, you know, you're in the middle of a trip. The song hits just right. Yeah. And you're just like, what the fuck is going on? That's where we're at collectively. Right. uh, Across the board. Well, I was describing Been there for a minute. I was describing it to a friend the other day. It's like a spring, right? Where it's like the moment before recoil. There's a, if you film a spring going in and out in slow motion, there's a moment where the spring is fully extended mm. and then it goes in and it goes out a million, you know, boy, mm. and it's like, we're in that very moment where it's all fully stretched out and it's like, what are we in? And then the set, bam, it starts hitting and it's like, okay, we're just doing this. And we're then about to I'm get with smashed. Darkest exactly. before the dawn. Or yeah. Dawn is before the dark. Dawn is before the looking. dark, like that Batman movie. The dark is coming. The dawn. The dawn. Yeah. Because I got to wind us down. We've hit our time. I, I mean, we've went beyond our time, but I was having a good time. This oh, was a, that's this nice. solid. Yeah, yeah I liked having time. you guys. Yeah. Good. Should we recap yeah. what we learned? I hope I didn't get too drunk before my first piss. I feel like I was that's, really losing That's it. what we do. That's what we do here. <laughs> good. Uh, we've just been doing it like yeah. totally. for five years. So it's like awesome. Where would you say we rank out of all the guests that have uh, been on in the last? I'd say years? you guys are up there. I, yeah. I really enjoy top three hundred. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Who's gotten uh, top one hundred? Wow. Who, who do you think yeah, out of the comedians huge. who's gotten drunkest on here? <laughs> I'd say Matt Harris. See, I honestly would love to do maybe Matt Harris. Yeah, I would maybe. love to do one where I get like fucked up because this is me just trying to be like, okay, yeah, yeah on on well, you, you got the format down, and yeah. maybe Natasha. Maybe. Oh my goodness! Natasha holds her shit together. Now you don't well use mics with her, right? You don't Yo, like her, right? We should do one. We don't need to. <laughs> Wait, do you have, you have five mics? 
Uh, yeah, yeah, five total. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we should do. Two I can hook up more, one but with Natasha, one with Ethan, and we can like yeah. separate, yeah. separate. You can separate them. You gotta do it Ooh. quick. There. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Ooh, that's, that's a hard task. Oh, that would separating be fun. Them. Yeah. yeah, it's a hard task. Hmm. But it's hard I, I would be Jeff intrigued in that. We're yeah. uh, we're a duo, and you can't take us away. Did you hear about Ethan's fight? Yes, I did. I saw I saw the remnants of it. I was. Oh I, yeah, yeah. Well, that oh, no. That fight. He, uh, yeah, yeah. I've heard about it. I, I don't a, even know Ethan. I felt. I, I'll, be, I'll be honest. I don't mind saying it here. This is an exclusive. I felt attacked by Ethan at uh, at Bridget's uh, spaghetti dinner. Exclusive. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. sorry he, to put that at the end. You have to have me. You have no, to have me back. Aggressive. You have to have us back if you want to hear the rest. He's of the aggressive. Story. No, we'll bring you back. But uh, yeah, thanks for coming. Yeah, guys. yeah. It's, it's been <laughs> a good time. Glad to be here. Yeah, I'm gonna wind us down. It's been Jeff Greenspan, Steve Malloy, and get on down to Riverside Wine and Spirits. And merch is on main. I got some photos down there. Buy those. And uh, if you need some photos, hire me to do that. I can do video too. So, uh, yeah. And then you can also find Brew Chat on the Hopped Up Network at thehoppedupnetwork.com. And then we're... That's the name of this thing? Yeah, that is the name of this thing. Yeah, that's a fact. Two words, two T's. Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Get all the latest episodes. And then uh, brewchat.com. We've got a website design coming along. And we'll see you guys Next time, but I forgot to pull up the goddamn. Oh my god, are we gonna oh, have to episode, episode 873? And you still can't wait. Pull we're up. only in the top 300, and it's well, 800. You said top 100. All right, it's been episode 258 of the Bridge Podcast. Oh.